Hey, what's up, listener? Thanks for pressing play on this episode of the Jock and Nerd Podcast. We give you our thoughts on the most ambitious Marvel Cinematic Universe movie to date, Avengers Infinity War. After 10 years and 18 movies, does it deliver the goods? You will find out as we geek out over the superhero movie event of the year. Oh, and we talk about the Venom trailer. All in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Saturday, April 28th, 2018. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock and Nerd. Be nerdy. Be funny. Disturb it. Jock and Be nerdy. Spoiler alert. Oh, hello, listener. What's up? Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. And he's the Nerd. And he's the Rugs, good earth, a rug boy. How you doing? Kneel before Thanos. That's right. Thanos deserves your respect. The Mad Titan is finally here, guys. Uh, and uh, know this- that when you die today, you are dying an honorable death because you are now all children of Thanos, even in death. I hope they remember you. Whoa! <laughs> wow! Uh, I'm, I'm quoting the the fucking Ebony Maw. Oh, oh, that's Ebony Maw, dude. When he's just like, you guys are all living great lives now your inconsequential lives are now meaningful because you are dying as the children of thanos that's a, that's amazing that's I amazing like his voice the, his voice is great oh, what are we talking about today listen this is one of the weeks that i am so excited Geek to have a podcast let me tell you the road to infinity war has finally reached its first stop uh if you're a new listener this is the show where we give you comic book and superhero tv and movie news reviews and whatever we choose and boy do we have a review for you today of course we will be reviewing marvel's latest and greatest avengers infinity war and before that though we have to discuss real quick this venom trailer because i didn't think during the week leading up to avengers infinity war i would be all obsessed with a fucking trailer for venom uh it was, it was are you really obsessed with it obsessed I, I, yeah i'm just all like confused well, conflicted explain like, please just because I couldn't stop thinking about what I saw in this trailer and what they're trying to do and whether I liked it or I didn't like it or what's going to happen. I love Venom. Look, who doesn't love Venom? It's a huge thing to have a whole Venom movie uh, and the balls of them to release this trailer uh, on the week of Avengers Infinity War is crazy. Make sure you visit the website, jockandnerd.com for uh, all the links to everything so you can subscribe to the show and get it every week right to your pocket to your app uh will buzz your pocket rug boy will be in your pants who doesn't Whoa. want that who doesn't want that uh but before we begin we got some free stuff to give away still we are giving our lovely listeners thanks to stitcher a free month of stitcher premium which is stitcher's premium content app where you can listen to marvel's first audio drama podcast wolverine the long night Eight episodes in, there's two more left. It's heading to some crazy, awesome conclusion. It's really good. Just visit stitcher.com slash premium. Use promo code nerd. Do not type in any other letters except for N-E-R-D. And you will get one free month. Normally, $4.99. But for you, listener, free. Free. 
free as fuck. Free as fuck. Also, there's one week left to enter in our very first Jock and Nerd podcast t-shirt giveaway. Jock and Nerd. Oh, shit. Uh, Anthony, are you excited for this? I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. I thought so. So was Bilotti. I thought yeah, so. Bilotti's Bilotti. Bilotti's all, he's right along for the ride. I didn't know Bilotti was on this show. That's though. weird. He's not yeah. even on the show, but he uh, he's but very excited. He just excited. chimed yes. in. He called in <laughs> on the 800 line and so, said he's me too. Here's what you got to do. If you are listening to this before May 6th, there is still time. Visit jockinner.com slash giveaway for the multiple ways to get many entries. Uh, it'll be very exciting. And if this one goes good, this kind of like a beta test. If this one goes good, uh, we may do a bunch more of these giveaways in the future because it's cool. a lot of fun. Yeah. And now it's out there in the public, in the social media. So keep getting entries. And one last thing before we get to the news, I just want to say. Tell a friend. Tell tell a friend. Oh, no. No, that's, that's at the end. Well, you can do that now, ahead. too. Actually, you can share this episode right now. Whatever podcast app you're listening in has those three little dots. It's got a button to share to social media. Just click it. Click it. Hit it. Tell everyone you're listening to this. Call the Howard Stern Show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's make this <laughs> nerd. new Baba Booty. Isn't that the greatest advice ever? <laughs> Call them Howard Stern. We're making Jock and Let's nerd. make this viral, guys. The new Baba it's, it's cool that you guys are giving us money on Patreon and all, but, <laughs> but you know, what you really got to do is you got to go out there and <laughs> tell a friend. Is that, not the, is that not the bit right now? <laughs> that is not the bit. Oh, okay. Oh. Save that for the end. Shit. The bit is I you should just... just be doing Rugway the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll do Anthony. I'm pumped. <laughs> oh, me too. It's a pretty yeah. good Rugboy voice, Anthony. <laughs> no, real quick, I just want to shout out and say thank you to Ellie and Zenger from Zeng This Podcast and Jason Mumert from the Voice from the Underground for having the nerd on their recent episodes. I sat in on the voice from the underground talking about infinity war. We went over a bunch of theories and then I sent some audio to Zeng this where they did their 2017 Zengi awards links to both of these episodes in the show notes. And uh, those are two great pop culture podcasts that you should check out uh, pop culture and politics in the case of voice from the underground. Okay, let's get to the news real quick so we can get to Avengers. <laughs> The Jock and Nerd Podcast. You want to get in touch with the show, listener? You know what to do. Visit jockandnerd.com slash contact for our Twitter account, for our Facebook page. You can send us your voice and you can join our amazing Facebook group called the Jock and Nerd Nation. Jock and Nerd! Which is an exclusive closed group just for our listeners. It's where all our listeners hang out. I got to welcome new listeners and group members, Joshua Gibson, Jose Ibarra, and, oh, this one, this was a good one. Michifusa Adriana Negron. Talking nerd. Whoa. It's quite a name. Thank Ooh, you for- That's a mouthful. That's a mouthful. I love it. Beautiful name. Michifusa Adriana Negron. Josh Gibson said, I'm a brand new listener, and let me just say, holy fuck, Knuckles. Oh, shit. Uh, which, to which I was like, is this a compliment? And he said it is. So, good. Thank you. He's been uh, commenting. <laughs> yeah, Josh Gibson- Came in full force fighting the show, made himself known, like he followed us everywhere. He followed me on Facebook. I was like, damn, this dude's all in. I love it. I love the enthusiasm. And uh, Jose Ibarra said, fairly new subscriber to the podcast. Great work, guys. Glad to join the group. Hopefully you don't flood my inbox with weird porn spam. Normal porn is fine, though. Talking nerd. We're going to send you the... Uh the porn uh, version of Infinity War. Yes. Which Infinity is the titty war. The, I don't know. What like we'll send you is the, uh, the jock and nerd uh, yearly calendar where you got me, Rugboy, and Imran posed in uh, like different uh, authoritative outfits suggestively. 
I thought we just did that for our shits and giggles for ourselves. <laughs> we should well, do a calendar where we do famous movie posters. It was until posters. I just brought that out now. We should do like a calendar <laughs> right. where it's just like us suggestively posing. <laughs> or we, okay. we recreate we recreate superhero movie posters like real bad and cheesy and like... Uh, I just want him being ideas. like, being like uh, touching the, like the, the, the photo where he's touching God naked. Oh, yes. What is that painting? Uh, from uh, Michelangelo. Of Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, I could yes. do that. I could do that <laughs> yes. for my listeners. With his penis. Listen, you give us enough money on the Patreon, I will take all my clothes off. It's not hard. <laughs> it's not hard to get me to take my clothes off. Uh, but listen, Jose, I think, will fit right into this podcast with that comment. Finally, shout out to David Zika. He ran a 5K this morning. And yeah, wearing our fucking shirt. In a green jock and nerd, jock and nerd. podcast shirt. Thank you so much. That is awesome. All the runners walking by go, what the fuck is that on his shirt? So they're probably all running by and they're like, look at that amazing podcast. I bet those guys are great to listen to. I, I believe he caused many people to run into I'm trees. Pull out my phone as I'm running and have subscribed right now. That's probably what happened. Uh, look at that man's face. Why does he dye his hair white? Uh, that, I don't dye my hair white. It's not. Uh, that's don't? No. No. Okay. Oh. And then wait. Last thing. Lisa Morrison <laughs> watched Infinity War and 4DX. Super jealous. I have yet to watch a movie in the 4DX uh, Kevin Smith oh, yeah, raves about it. Too. I want to do it. I don't know where the theater is around here. There's we'll one find at one. the movie co in Rosemont. Oh, is that 40X legit 40X? I thought that maybe not. I don't know. I have to look at it. Yeah, we'd have to find it. I think it's we in to, Gurney. Yeah, we, anyway, I should. We should do a 40X. We should, we should do a 40X. Not together outing. because I don't like you in public. Well, we yeah, we we can have to sit next to each other. So. We don't actually. Two we're the seat. We're the same person. No one has ever seen us in the same place at the same time. Not true. There's pictures of us. <laughs> Rug boy, on the other hand, no one has actually seen him. He could be just one of us with that's a, a finger point. up in someone's slack hole. That's a good point, Rugs. Rugs. Yeah, that's which a lot one? of post-production work. Yeah. <laughs> Rugs, if you had to pick one of us, the jocker nerd, to have a hand up your slack hole, who would you pick? I'm putting you on the spot. Uh, I know your hand's a lot dirtier, probably. So uh, I would say Who's? Anthony. Anthony. Oh, he picks Anthony. Oh. All right, good choice. Yeah, because his hand at least probably smells like vagina. <laughs> Imran's also got like sausage fingers, so like you're not gonna be able to get the whole hand up there. I disagree. I have very long, dainty artist fingers, suitable for arts and playing guitar. I've had Imran's hand up my ass already, yes. so it's like uh, I'm already. I know what it feels like. My so fingers have been in his mouth. For something new, yeah, and they've also yeah. been in his mouth. So I he like, knows. I like to f- imagine Imran that your fingers are so fat that you're just typing on the keyboard and you hit three letters at once I'm all just the time. like mashing I'm just mashing buttons I have a special oversized keyboard yeah. uh, that I had to buy at the store uh, okay enough of this bullshit Kaka nerd you had to learn how to hide in plain sight I'm pretty good at it but you you suck whoever you are I work at the Life Foundation and I need your help we found something we call them symbiotes Carlton Drake believes that the union between human and symbiote is the key to our evolution. Dude, this Venom trailer, like I said, who would have thought Sony would release this fucking Venom trailer? Uh, But I think what happened, it was CinemaCon. It got leaked and they were like, fuck it. We have to we have to release this now. The fucking thing got leaked and it finally it's a trailer where Why are you surprised about this? Yeah, actually, I would I would disagree with that. Yeah, I think they knew that, that everyone was hyped up about a Vin- Infinity War, and it's yeah. like this is the best time to release something because everyone's super into comics right now, and if we release something with Marvel attached to it, yeah, even if it's in association only, I people see. Are be like, oh, this is awesome. Well, here's why I think it wasn't. You guys think it was planned? 
Here's why I think it I think wasn't it was planned. Here's why I think it wasn't planned. And I, the, what confirmed it is the trailers that they showed before Avengers when I watched, they showed the first short teaser. So clearly this was not planned. Otherwise, no. the studios, the movie theaters would have had this trailer queued up, ready to go. And No, I, the theater I went to saw, showed- They showed the long saw, one? They showed this one. Really? I went to two different theaters and they that, showed this trailer. That blows my theory out the water. Well, again, Imran. Anywho, what did you guys think of what we saw in oh, this trailer? There's a I lot. Yeah, let's. Uh, Anthony started off. I know there was a lot of debate online about how Venom looked. Yeah. And I've said this in another chat that I'm in, but I think the way he looks is the least of the concerns I have for this movie. Hmm, I, I don't mind his look at all, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, this trailer reminded me of like early 2000s superhero films. A little bit, yes. Where they're like related to the comics in name only. Yeah. Where it's like, we, we're just going to take this name and bastardize but everything the else, fucking But everything thing. else is not going to be at all true to the comics because we just can't, we're, we don't, we're not going to, we, we think comics are stupid, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it, none of this seems like true to the origins, like. If he's going to be, I can't see how you can make this film and not have Spider-Man in it. Like he looks the way he looks yeah. because of Spider-Man. Uh, but, if you but, take yes, that out, yes, yes. that makes the character a to- completely different character. And right by right proxy, all of his progeny look, bear a resemblance to Spider-Man as well. Right. Correct. So what they're saying is that it's just inconsequential. Like they, they just look like this anyway. Why would he look like this to begin with? You know, a lot of the questions I had after this watching this was, will he have the white spider on his chest? Will he be shooting webs? You don't really see him doing any Spider-Man type things. I also think that shot of him at the end, like that may be the very end of the movie and all the venom we get at the very end. And then the movie just fucking cuts the block. No, no. Well, he does have to fight all these other symbiotes. So you see the kind of the creation of these multiple symbiotes. This is my theory. And um, I'm probably wrong. So just because I see, I haven't watched the trailer that many times. Yeah. But from what I see in the trailer, there's a woman right in the in the facility. Yeah. Yep. And then they cut to like uh, Eddie Brock getting contaminated in some way and running out of the facility. Correct. Could that be Silk? No, I think that's one of these symbiotes that now, from the Lethal Injection storyline. I'm line. saying, could that be Silk? And that's how the spider powers manifest. Oh, like, the, mm. Mm, I don't know. That's even they, more confusing. Peter How Parker you, and yeah. they never went into the Peter Parker's origin in at all in the Mar- in the new Marvel movies. So for those that don't know so that they could have Silk is the Dan Slott retconned girl that after the spider bit Peter the first time it didn't die. It crawled away and bit this girl and she becomes Silk after being held captive. That is a fucking deep cut. I don't know. I That's think it's more stretch. likely that it's I'm like, like the, I'm doing mental gymnastics. I, think, I'm, I right, said I could be right. completely wrong, but I, there's a woman yeah. who seems to have dark hair. But there's also these five symbiotes. Isn't that the woman that he finds in the trailer? He's like, you suck. That Je- Jenny Slate. <laughs> no, Jenny Slate is the one that kind of uh, gets to him to, to blow the whistle on the Life Foundation. There's so many things. Here, there's so a many couple, things. couple more. Yeah. <laughs> What accent is Tom Hardy yes, using in San Hardy's, Francisco? I don't know. His accent is so <laughs> weird. I keep, like you could tell he's trying to not use his original accent. Like, well, no, he's an American, but the, but 
I, I don't Why know. Why does he go in like full like New York yeah. sort of accent, but then it changes in well, every scene of the trailer, and he's living does. in San Francisco. Well, that doesn't matter. You could have a New York accent. I know, in San but, what, Francisco. but but isn't do you think his accent's good? No, it sounds weird. It it could be. Well, Eddie Brock, you you suck. It's from the East Coast, moved to San Francisco, but his accent is weird, and I kind of don't buy that he's a journalist. No, like, at Why all. Why is he a dirty journalist? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't buy it for one second. Well, you know, you're we're generalizing. Uh, what a journalist should look like, but I guess he just doesn't seem like he has that kind of intelligence. Right, exactly. He's well, he, I mean, but it, that's the thing, like, when Jessica Alba was cast as Sue Storm, like, no one believed she was a scientist. Right. Like, like, <laughs> right. Not, not so, some of it's based on looks, but a lot of it's based on just how you portray yourself. Yeah. And, yeah. And she just doesn't, like, he doesn't, to me, look like a fucking journalist. I mean, sometimes I have, um, I, I won't, I'll say this for Infinity War. Sometimes I have a tough time with Mark Ruffalo as a scientist, but uh, yeah. uh, I can see that he he plays it a little bit goofy. Look, here's what I liked about this. I love how he's saying "we." Uh, why would we do that? Like that? Like it's a really funny line after he takes out all those people. I felt like the symbiote, the use of the symbiote, and what we saw was used well. The bike stunt uh, I th- was pretty cool. I think cool. the symbiote stuff looks terrible. Really. It doesn't look like when it's just popping out of him. It doesn't yeah. look like it's actual. It's, it doesn't it's look attached. like you can go and grab it. Yeah. Well, look, we still have, it's eight months away. There's a lot it's, of post-production. Yeah, so uh, I like how the red light maybe will is a hint to carnage. Rugs, I think those symbiotes are going to be like this scream, riot, agony, lasher, phage from that lethal injection storyline. Uh, what about the voice? What do you think about Eddie? Is that Tony Todd? Is that Zoom? Is, that, is this the Candyman? Who is this? Is, I uh, Do we like that that voice is that what you think he sounded? I would like? have liked a little bit more of a uh, a less human sounding, uh, you know, alien, more voice. alien. We are venom. Yes, I love something, that though. <laughs> something that was more creepy because he just sounds like Spawn to me or something. Well, and maybe it should be like a doubled up, like there's multiple voices because it's yeah. kind of like a symbiote unconsciousness. But I, I would have liked it to be his voice. Oh, Let, let's get into the, the, the real fucking problem. Who the fuck calls it symbiotes? Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> Jenny Slate says symbiotes. symbiotes. I look, Symbiotes. So what did you guys and always... And this is the key to heaven, human evolution? What are what? you talking about? So I always... what? So how would you say the word? Well, uh, when I eat the cereal, I call it symbiotes. Symbiotes. <laughs> yes. It's symbiote. Symbiote? I would say symbiote. How, what do you mean, how do I say it? It's the way it's said. Well... This is English sometimes is a really stupid language because if you go to Merriam Webster, guess what? Do they say it like both that? pronunciations are valid? Oh shit. Here we go. Tomato the, tomato. The first one is uh this is the first pronunciation. Symbiote. 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 Okay, but at the bottom it says medical definition of symbiote, medical dictionary, and this is this pronunciation. Symbiote. Symbiote. So that both you could say it both ways, I guess. Mm. I don't know. It is odd. And corrected. It is a word that we thought we knew how to say for years, and suddenly Jenny Slate just comes and fucks up your universe. <laughs> okay. Last thing: the look of Venom, better or worse than two thousand seven. It when you first saw it, what was your initial reaction? I I don't. It's not a good or a bad thing. I just yeah. look like that. Um, Venom looks like a hard-boiled egg with black stuff over it. <laughs> like his eyes look yeah. like hard-boiled eggs. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm hungry. Initially, I it, think looked, it looks better. It looks yeah. better. In some ways. I think the teeth yeah. are still, uh, there's, there's something about there's, the teeth there's that I don't no, like. There's no lips, rugs. There's more gloss. I mean, there's more like, this one feels, it's 10 years. So you could, yeah. it feels like you can actually grab it or that. 
old one doesn't look like 2007 he had a big head too like the proportion was weird the I eyes thought. need to be bigger I, I do think the eyes need to be a little bit bigger the teeth look like Pennywise teeth I like the horror vibe that it's actually giving but initially it was a little bit laughable because it looks like a rubber Halloween mask a little bit with the tongue out you know that's like it looks what like a, a Tim Burton thing it, it looks, looks like, like a Tim that Burton was, that's thing. in a Tim, Bar- Tim Burton cartoon like if you look Nightmare Before Christmas, yeah. something like yeah, that. Like that aesthetic is is kind of interesting, and I'm I want to see if he will have the spider. But it's just you know Venom didn't always have that big tongue. Like originally in Todd McFarlane's design, that was not there. Eric Larson, when he took over, added the tongue, and then and it just went crazy and made the eyes all crazy. It's just funny to me that this movie is being made at this time. I can't believe it's being made. This, this movie is like. Would have been perfect in like 2005. I think so. I think so. And like, I, along with like Ghost Rider and like Electra, completely like out of context. Name only. Yeah. Is this like we're just taking a character you know and that like that's it. We're just taking his name. So okay, here's the thing. Let's end on this because there was rumored of a Peter Parker cameo. I don't see how the fuck Peter Parker would fit into this movie based on this trailer. However. The thing with Venom is that they, Venom hates Spider-Man. Eddie Brock hates Spider-Man. That's how they bond. Could they retcon this to make him hate Spider-Man? Uh, he gets this first, and then they end up hating Spider-Man later? I don't know. What? I think that's the way. <laughs> I feel like that's the back door is something with Silk. That's the way I feel about it, but okay. I'm, I'm just, maybe I'm wrong, because you can show the origin of how Silk got the spider, and then you can have like kind of like Tom whatever Holland walk around in the background. He just got bit too. And then they cut to later. So you're like, Oh, that's how he got the spider bite. There needs and to be some kind of know, spider. Like either for me, the giveaway that this won't have Spider-Man is when it cuts to in association with Marvel. Yes, it starts I've with that. I've never it's, seen them. Yeah, that's interesting. Any movie, even the ones that aren't yeah. MCU go in association with Marvel. They'll yeah. just throw the Marvel title right. card on right. it, but they won't say in association. And that for me is like, yeah, they don't. I thought that this was has nothing very to do with the MCU. Telling. That's a good, yes. that's a good point. Yeah, and, and like, it just doesn't. I don't know. None of that jives with what I've seen. Like MCU fully like embraces character origins for the yeah. most part. Yeah, and this one is like, no, we're, <laughs> we're just we're making symbiotes. I do like the one thing we didn't get in 2007 is like Venom's inner monologue. That you know the physical effects the symbiote has. You get uh, I like that. All yeah. that shit is great. Like they never even addressed that. He didn't have a different voice. You know that was talking to him in in Spider Man Three. I feel like every good actor or actress has like one role where they're just like, I'm just gonna let loose and do some like and not give a fuck. Yeah. And I feel like this is Tom Hardy's. I mean, the cast that. is solid. Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, Riz Ahmed, possibly Woody Harrelson. Like, this is amazing talent. I think, that, I think this is um, like this is like Kate Blanchett doing Hella, or yeah, like yeah. where it's just like. I, I don't care. I'm just having fun. But it if you, really you think matter. about all of Hardy's this roles, is stupid. He's always like in a cage or covered up, like Mad Max and Bane, and now Venom. Like I, somebody started a meme free Tom Hardy because he's always just encased in something in a lot of his movies. Right. Like, what do you think about your expectations for this movie? Is it like uh, Fantastic yes. Four, where you're like ready to shit on it and you're gonna go in knowing that it's gonna suck, or is it? You're like, all right, I don't give a fuck. Like me, I personally, I'm like, I don't give a fuck about this movie. I know it doesn't mean anything. So I don't know. It's like, as long as I go and there's some kind of entertainment value, I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to watch it. You know what I mean? 
I'm, but, I'm uh, on the same boat. Yeah, yeah. I think I will actually enjoy it because I'm going to go in with like, I know really low the, expectations. Like, uh, yeah, there's a lot of movies where you know you don't expect anything from them. You know that they're garbage, but if they have some kind of redeeming either effects or action or something that you won't see in any other movie, it might might be worth checking out. So I'm I'm hoping that there's something like that. We'll see when the, when the next trailer comes out. Yeah, we have a lot of time coming out in October, so. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, my, my curiosity, so we're all shitting on this. Yes, my curiosity is peaked. Right, and uh, well, the, the week before, when you we or week or two before, yeah. we were talking about how uh, what's his face is in it. Uh, yeah, Woody Harrelson got Harrelson. excited. I was like, oh, I was uh, getting a little excited, yeah. and then I saw the what leaked first was the image, and I was like, oh, this isn't bad. Like I, I'm like, I kind of kind of like the image, and then I saw the trailer, and I'm like, oh, this this is like. This is 15 years too late. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> like, throwback this is a different, movie. This is a different era. Yeah, it's a throwback. Yeah. It's like one of those things where they did Catwoman and they didn't do Selena yeah. Kyle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're like, you're already like, okay, this is this is not Catwoman. This is really, or, so you're doing a Venom else. without Spider-Man. It's kind of like another thing. Where so it's again, like not if really you Venom. go into this like, like Elseworlds, like Gotham thinking it's an Elseworlds thing, it's a completely non-canon you know canon thing, I think you could actually have, I think I may enjoy this, this uh horror sci-fi alien movie uh, that we're going to get. Okay, enough of that. All right, it's here. <laughs> Is that the music where I'm going to hear if I listen to this? Yes. Oh, cool. Of course, you heard it. It's the, <laughs> the Batman scene transition means it's time for our Avengers Infinity War review. And of, yeah, bleh, of course, yeah. Like, Yes. <laughs> Mike Rips is excited, and so should you. Of course, I got to play this. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Yeah, this, the internet's been really, I mean, They've been really good a lot of the reviewers the have been really good about giving, like, super vague reviews. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's so hard to talk about this movie. The whole thing is a spoiler, really, for the most part. You really I've, can't say anything. No. I've never, I've never seen it like this, where people yeah. are like, actively like don't spoil don't spoil when everyone's talk being about it, don't cool spoil. yeah it's amazing this is the 19th mcu movie jesus christ so you've already read this marketing copy everywhere on the internet the 10 years 18 movies in the making uh as the road to infinity war finally arrives uh but let's start with the box office even though it's early we are recording this on the Ooh, saturday after insane. it came out this daily already this is what happened 39 million dollars thursday domestic adding in friday's total uh so far through friday 106 million dollars domestic plus an additional 178 million international giving the movie 284 million dollars through friday oh that two more days just friday this movie easily can make half a billion dollars by the time monday rolls around think about wowzers think about they're estimating friday just friday 105 mil isn't that crazy wow well, the estimate was what two twenty to like two thirty five. Yeah, two twenty five to two forty. Disney is being a little cautious. It's trailing. What's the, rec- the record is uh, Star Wars: Force Awakens at two forty eight. Two forty eight. You think it'll beat that? I don't know. It's trailing. It's right behind it right now in terms of the opening numbers. Uh, it, it may actually beat that once this thing ramps up. I mean, we have another two days, two of, days. of monies to add to this. I think. It may beat Star Wars. I think it may be may beat Star Wars. There that when I saw two twenty five to two thirty five, I was like, "Wow, that seems really conservative, really low." But maybe they're just trying not to. Uh, Black Panther was what two oh one, two oh two, two oh two, and uh, Last Jedi was two oh seven. Oh no, the first Avengers was two oh seven. 
Last Jedi 220. I think it'll beat that. I don't know if it's gonna. I think I, it'll beat Black Panther. Like, and, and yeah. I don't know if it'll beat Star Wars. It should beat Black Panther. It should beat the original. With it Avengers, may just yeah. fall just behind Star Wars: Force Awakens. Maybe that's gonna be. It's gonna be neck and neck. That's gonna be very interesting. Our Rotten Tomato score for this: eighty four percent on the tomato meter. Seven point five really? out of ten. Yeah, audience score ninety three, which. I, I find interesting because what Black Panther was in the nineties. Uh, it's very. Yeah, what was the average score you said? Seven point five hmm. out of ten. Okay. So that's like a it's like a C it's plus a good, solid movie. Yeah. yeah. Not did C you plus, read these yeah. reviews, Imran? No, I didn't. Yeah. Did okay. you guys? So before I read, okay. I read, I read so many reviews. <laughs> Let's start with opening thoughts. What you saw before? What you did before the movie? If you read reviews and what you thought when the movie ended? Anthony, you want to go first? Sure, sure. Right. You read the reviews before I seeing the movie? I read reviews before. I rested like trusted reviews that okay. I like knew when it spoil, although I couldn't be 100% sure. Luckily, I got no spoiled. No nothing spoiled other than stuff I already knew. So did that affect your uh your mindset going in? I I wanted to read things that would hype me up. Okay. So if I Fair saw enough. something that didn't wasn't going to hype me up, I wasn't going to read it. Cuz I didn't want I wanted to go into this with Few spoilers and just excited. Like, positive, I didn't want to come in positive like, energy. Yeah, I, I didn't okay. want to come in like jaded. I like that. Like okay, that. I like that. And obviously, I'm a big MCU fan, so this was this movie was very, very. Uh, I wouldn't say important, just very. I was very excited to see this movie. Opening thoughts, man. Um, How many times do you see this? By the way, I've seen it twice already. Oh, it's only Saturday. <laughs> opening night, and then I saw it again yesterday, right after work. I was like, I got to watch this again before we talk nice. about this. Opening thoughts. This movie is very interesting. Um, it's not my favorite MCU film. I'll say that right off the bat. It's. It's. I don't think it'll crack my top five. Mm. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I was not expecting that. Yeah. But I think the movie overall, considering all the factors of the eighteen movies, the amount of characters, the fact that it is even good in my opinion is is a quite an accomplishment. I think um, the ambition. I agree for this and the uh just the fact that this movie isn't just a fucking mess is already like a win i think overall the plot isn't all that exciting um it is like a thanos film first and foremost which is kind of good but it's for me the movie is enjoyable because it's all the characters i loved smashing together in one film and having a bunch of awesome character moments the plot about chasing the, the infinity stones and all that is Magic stones, people. Yeah, what, Magic I mean, it's whatever. Stones. Thanos is. I thought Thanos was solid. So overall, not my favorite MCU film, but very just impressed by the ambition and kind of uh, excited to see where it goes. There's, I have a lot of favorite character things that happened in this film. Yeah, there's a lot of great moments, and that, that's. I'm kind of shocked that it's not your favorite rugs. No. All right, I need to preface this with something else before I get into this Oakley, movie. Oakley. Okay. There was an article that was uh, uh, James Cameron was criticizing Avengers movies. Yes. Yep. And just uh, superhero movies in general. And the internet got all fucking butthurt As and started like ripping this guy apart. Yeah. And he's completely right. And, it, and there's nothing that's more evident than when you watch this movie. Because um, not that there, I feel that there is superhero fatigue because this movie's got me so hyped and it did things that were like, so miraculous to have all these characters and all of these, this beautiful set design and all of this, these great 
levels of CGI and character design and set design and all that stuff. So you can't touch that in this movie. But you can touch what at the heart what James Cameron was saying is that this stuff, it's just it, it, a lot of it's just magic. A lot of it, there's no science to it. There's no explanation to it. You just take it at face value. And 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 I think that does, that weakens it a little bit. So this movie, being this great movie, I and Anthony was talking about the Infinity Stones, like, we have no idea how they work, what anybody's power set is, what they actually do with their powers. There, there There's no real explanation to how anything works. And we're just kind of... So uh, there was a point in the, while I was watching this movie where I was like, like what is it? What am I even watching? Uh, these powers do like I I felt like um in the X Men movies like you knew that like this person's power can do this and there's limitations to that and then this person's power does that so you have all these things and now you have like these things called the Infinity Stones which are all these different things that give you different powers and you really are kind of just like have it you have to go along for the ride like the magic you have to just believe in this magic now if you can do that. This movie is the fucking awesomest movie you'll ever see because it's fucking balls to the wall, like fucking funny moments, character interactions. You got like candy out the ass for you to like digest. But to defend James Cameron and what at the core of what he was saying. So real quick, let me just this is what he said. He said, not that I don't love the movies. It's just, come on, guys. There are other stories to tell besides hypergonadal males without families doing death-defying things for two hours and wrecking cities in the process. It's like, oi. That's what he said. Yeah, but that's not the second part of what he was saying. Is that where's the science in this? Where is, like, something that makes sense? Like, I tr- he, he he's trying to make sense out of all these powers and all these things and all the feats that people are doing. And there's there's... It, it gets a little bit unwieldy. You know what I'm saying? It's like everybody, you know what I'm saying? There's this technology that does everything. Like Iron Man is like generating shields and things. And he's like basically like Green Lantern in this movie. Yeah. The only, uh, the only way they explain that is he goes, he makes throwaway line about nanotech. Yeah, nanotechnology. So, so, so I'm, I'm not shitting on Avengers. I'm just saying that's what James Cameron's main problem is with these movies, that there's a science that's not being explained. Now, to get off that and go into Avengers is that I really did enjoy that, but I'm just showing you the what he's talking about, the criticism, because that was a big thing on Twitter this week. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to address it. I did really enjoy this movie. It is full of great moments. It is gripping. It's riveting. I was fucking glued to my seat. I was fucking along the roller coaster ride the whole time. Did it have flaws? Yes. And most of it is, is typical writing stuff. And some of the stuff I just said about what James Cameron uh, was talking about. But definitely go see it. It's really great. Wow. That's not what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, that, yeah. I thought you were going to shit all over it. I do, have a lot of, <laughs> I, I do have a lot of problems with this movie. And I can go down the list if you want. But like, I'll yeah, see we'll, what everyone we'll, has to say we'll, first. It'll, we'll get it's, into it. You know, so far we have two flip reviews. Like, I thought Anthony would be all over it. I thought you would like it more than it seemed you did. And, and like, it, I am all over it. It's just... And you thought Ruggs would shit on it, and he's right. kind of not. My opening thoughts are going to be very predictable. You know what I'm going to say. But let me preface this by, I saw the movie twice in the same day. Oh, you saw it one after another. B- pretty much back to back. When were your two showings? What One was 3.15, one was 7.30? Here's what happened. <laughs> I, unexpe- I had a ticket for a 7.30 showing in IMAX. Unexpectedly got out of work early, and the guy I work with goes, 
Yo, you want to see Avengers Infinity War right now? It, there was a showing down the street of the theater at 3.15. It was like 3.20 when we realized this. And I was like, you know what? I may miss the beginning, but I'm going to see it again. Fuck it. Let's go. Talking nerd. And we went and I did miss the opening prologue the first time. Uh, but I was oh, like, man. whatever. I can, I'm going to watch it again. And uh, and then I was like, really excited to watch it again in between in like the hour and a half I had between showings uh-huh. <laughs> and then seeing it in IMAX with a nighttime crowd, a whole different experience. The effects were stunning. This movie is it's stunning. It's epic. It's hilarious. It's heartfelt. It's heartbreaking. It is, the, you know, the Empire Strikes Back ish of the movie where everything is fucked up at the end. The heroes lose and Thanos almost steals the movie. It's a very much a Thanos story, but I love this movie so much that all its flaws I can look over. I don't even care. Yeah. I'm all in on the magic stones. I kind of get there what each stone does. They kind of showed it a little bit, but it does not bother me because this fucking roller coaster ride, the payoff of 10 years and watching these movies, these 18 movies. I mean, you can walk into this movie without seeing those movies and enjoy it, but man, if you've uh, seen I, all I don't know movies, if you can. I you will you will enjoy it, but not to the degree you won't. if you have seen all of them. The payoff is incredible. And that's why I didn't even mind that there weren't a lot of character moments. It was like an event comic book come to life. Yeah. And I was all in. Let's go. I kind of I love this movie. I want to wrap this movie around me. I want to live inside this movie. I'm going <laughs> to wow. suck this so movie. You stick. liked it the most. You yes. Definitely liked I'm surprised. Now me and Anthony have to fight who, who has the most <laughs> problems with it. There's our opening thoughts. Let's begin the discussion. Let me make a comment on uh, the crowds. Yes. It really does affect my movie going experience. So the first the. Thursday night, I saw it packed theater yeah. full of adults. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. The, the next time I saw it was yesterday right after work. More kids. A lot of kids, not not a full theater at all. Whoa. And when it's kids and not a full theater, the excitement just isn't there. The like energy is People isn't aren't there. laughing at yeah. the jokes that yeah. people should be laughing at. And like the car- like the, the big reveals aren't like, yeah. Like yeah. no one, I don't, I I'd rather see it, even though I hate people. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather see it with a full audience at night. You know, yes. Than, the, than during the day with a bunch of kids and, and not a full oh, theater. It really doesn't affect me that really? much. Whether now, I, I don't know. The, atmos- the atmosphere it, it, kind it, of affects it. It, it, it for helps. Me. It does help if there is like a lot of uh, enthusiasm, but it doesn't make or break the movie for me. I can, I I have my own enthusiasm to deal with. Mm. Here's the interesting thing that happened with me: the three fifteen showing. I was super hyped. Not a lot of people there. Pretty much an empty theater. Which was actually kind of great because the the seven thirty showing full crowd, everyone hyped, everyone laughing, reacting, but they laughed over a lot of lines mm. that I caught the first time because a lot of these jokes they come in pairs of three, like they'll stretch it out, they do like three lines in a row. You laugh at the first one, and you miss the kind of tag to the joke. I thought it was interesting, but. While, you know, during the movie, everyone's fucking cheering and there's so many fuck yeah moments when the movie ends, it's fucking silent. Like, it's amazing. My, I was just like left speechless. I was like, wow. Holy shit. Really? I, I, yeah, dude. Wow. I, I mean, it well, was. It's the first time the credits of, because uh, Marvel usually does um amazing like uh, graphic sequences. Yeah, with we had credits, nothing. And this one's nothing. It was There's plain. no credits. Yeah, it was just yeah. black text on white. Yeah. Nothing. They're trying to hype you up for the next movie. Like, uh, 
like usually after the regular Marvel, this one they were trying to really make you feel like garbage, make you wait for that last tag to yeah. see if there's any ray of hope. And there is, and you get a little bit of hope. So look, let's do this. Let's start with the very beginning. Like I said, I missed the beginning the first time. So then the second time I was kind of watching it for the first time because, wow, what an opening dives right in. You oh, get let me let me get into that because yeah. my theater the first time I, the sound was terrible. Oh no, so I couldn't hear things that oh, I was no. supposed to hear. Like the second time I saw it, sound was way better. But it that opening is very good in that it's that distress call. Yep. I, I don't know if you guys caught this, but they're like, we're you know we SOS or whatever. But they're like, this is not a warship. There are families yeah, on board. Yeah. And the radio this transmission. This is not a Warcraft. We are in need of immediate assistance. And yeah. it's like that cold opening with the Marvel logo going. Yeah. And I'm just like, chilling. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like we're starting like this. We're starting Alien Three style just by killing everybody. Dude, let me tell you, uh, this movie reminds me of Star Wars, of the great sci-fi franchises: Aliens, Terminator, Star Wars. Like it's all of that. And to start with Thanos and the Black Order right the fucking away was ballsy. It was amazing. The deaths right away. You lose two big people right away. Uh, and uh, the Hulk battling Thanos looked like it was ripped from the comic books. Holy shit, that was crazy. I loved it because it, you needed everyone was shitting on Thanos. Yeah. Prior to this, like yeah. he's he's been shitty in the in the movies. He's kind of just been a little bitch. So you got to start this off strong. So you have him attack the ship that has Thor yep. and Hulk and yep. Loki on it, yep. and you have him kill Loki and Heimdall. You have him beat Thor the fuck up. You have him beat Hulk's ass so fucking badly that Hulk doesn't want to be Hulk anymore. He now has performance anxiety. He's scared to come out. <laughs> well, it's hilarious. The, the, the line where like he's like they have, they, they do the callback where Loki's like we have a Hulk. Yes, I love that. And line. Hulk comes out. Yeah, and then he's kicking Thanos's ass, and Ebony Maw goes. They're like black. The Call Obsidian's about to intervene. He's like, let him have his fun. <laughs> he's just, just like, messing oh, with him. yeah. Thanos doesn't. This is played Thanos and Thanos just throat punches him and fucking throws him out, throw beats his fucking ass. I'm, you're just like, that's like, okay, Thanos is not to be trifled with. No. And think about where Hulk's been the last two years battling uh, aliens and winning, never being defeated. Like Hulk never gets defeated. He took him down. He probably fucked him up. And, and then you even have Banner at the end going, Hulk buddy, you and I got a bunch of things to talk about at the end. I don't buy the Hulk for a minute. That I That plot device is completely erroneous. It, there's no fucking way in any world where the Hulk just backs down. It, like the the matter Hulk gets, the stronger Hulk gets. The more he gets beat down, the more the more strong they had to do that. They wrote that in as to 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 because they need him at the end to to be the guy to be, beat his ass. Why would Hulk pussy out? I well, agree he, with that. That's you have weird. to take away your big gun in order for this to for be Thanos even to 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 even be able to do any because the Hulk would always be in opposition to him. Also, we well, just I, well, let me say this though for that. The the Thor Ragnarok and this I think added like Hulk stronger Hulk get madder when he gets stronger or whatever like for me that's not relatable like I like my heroes that can that can lose and this I, I like the here's depth a flaw of, here's a kryptonite here's a flaw he's yeah. a fucking child and when yeah. he gets his ass beat he goes and he backs down yeah, he really is he's like the mind of a two year old that's a he's great a baby. point yeah he's like, and- it's like falling off a bike for the first time you yeah. like, kind of okay. hesitant to but, jump but on but that psychology doesn't work because. I think if Thanos' presence is there, then the Hulk won't come out. But what it, when they're fighting minions, they're, the Hulk's afraid. Maybe when Thanos shows up, he shrinks back up. But like even with minions, he's afraid to I, come back out. I was out? disappointed that he didn't Hulk out of that Hulkbuster suit. Like how awesome would that like, would have been? I understand. Like you know, maybe he. I don't know. But look, like, I'll tell me, you. I don't. I don't buy. I just don't buy. Here's that. how. I, here's how I accepted it because of the 
packed amount of story and characters this is this movie has and we just got kind of a hulk movie with thor ragnarok i'd rather them spend time on people we haven't seen in a while yeah but i would have rather just thanos use one of his stones to incapacitate the hulk and not make him a bitch (laughs) you know what i mean it would and then he would eventually come back and it would it would just it would just make more sense that the hulk would just shrink in and then just and just run away but don't you think they're gonna have a moment where hulk comes back and he fights Thanos. And yeah, like of course. This, but this they're, redeeming arc where he kind of gets over well, his fear. Yeah, but you can when you when you're watching it. Well, when I'm watching it, maybe not you, but when I'm watching <laughs> it, I know that they wrote this so they could get the Hulk out of the way, so they can bring him back later. And it's obvious. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I'm like I know what they're gonna do. Like, I you know, they, and I'm like, and this doesn't really make sense. So I'm like, this is a weird choice. So. It, I don't agree with the choice. I just, I think that that was a, another, they could have written it a better way. Now, if some people are along for the ride that he's a child and he, and he hides and whatever, I, I don't know. I've never seen that in like uh, years of reading the Hulk that he's afraid to come out. So it's never been established before, but like, I'm like, okay, fine. So, uh, but that's, that's one of the points of the movie where the writing gets in the way the writing to serve the plot and not the characters gets in the way i do love the line where he's like screw it you big green asshole i'll do it myself yeah that's fucking great so well, look, it gives it yeah. gives mark ruffalo something to yeah do. yeah and ruffalo is great in this movie so speaking of ruffalo uh L- loki bites the dust heimdall bites the dust but before he does he sends Hulk through the Bifrost crashing into the Sanctum Sanctorum, which is similar to the comic book version, except it was Silver Surfer crashing through the Sanctum Sanctorum. You know what I love in this movie? A lot of the the, the steady cam shots, a lot of the handheld shots, like in the beginning when Tony's figuring out who Thanos is. And Wait, we're not going to get into Loki dying? Oh, no. Okay. I said Loki bites the dust. Heimdall bites the dust. Uh, do you think Loki's do you, do you actually dead? you guys believe dead? that's dead? I don't know. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I, I, I believe he's gone. Who, you think he's actually dead? I think Loki's actually dead because when he's choking him out, he goes, no, no tricks this time. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. So I think, I th- and I think Loki at this point has, there's nothing left for that character. No. He's faked this out many times before. I have a theory that anybody that dies. Pre-snap. Pre-snap yep. is yep. dead. Yep. But I then, yep. then again, you know, with the if someone else was to wield the gauntlet, they could do whatever they want. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I'm I'm on that same boat, Rugs, but I'm like, they're really going to kill Gamora before Guardians Three comes out. I'm like, ah. no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's one of the things that oh, also pre-snap, tell- pre snap uh, pre. What do you mean pre snap pre-, pre? When he snaps his fingers and kills everybody, they turn to dust. No, Gamora. He throws Gamora off a cliff. Yeah, that's pre. That's pre snap and Vision too. I think the pre snap yeah. deaths may actually stick. The post snap, Gamora, maybe. No, that's the one that so. throws me off. I know. Gamora, I mean, I doubt they're going to kill off. So that's the thing. Like, you know that someone's going to get, because when you see you know that sequels are coming out, you know, you, you know you're going to have to revive There is going to be a three, but maybe with maybe not Gamora. Maybe they do give Peter a really big hole he has to deal with in the loss of Gamora, and that, that's his Peter motivation. Quill. Peter Quill, right. Peter Quill. Yeah. Uh, no, but I do think the, the post-snap deaths are the ones that are going to be reversed. The pre-snap deaths, m- many of them may remain but I, yeah, I do think lo- that was actually Loki, and this is not so, not a, well. a fake out. I went on the, upon that second watch. Yeah. I I caught that he only killed half the Asgardians because I was like, at first I was like, oh no, Valkyrie and Korg just die off screen. Oh no, not, oh are they dead? <laughs> Where but, were they? They I were on the ship. Someone someone suggested to me that they were the ones making the distress call. That's a good point. I thought I think he killed all the unnamed Asgardians that nobody knows. Those people are all dead. But then yeah, but then uh. 
I think Thor makes the, a, a lot a reference. So he's like he killed half the Asgardians. I, I did not catch that, but I I haven't only seen it once. So. You know what I love about this movie that I think it achieves what the Avengers did, which is characters meeting each other for the first time and characters that have been apart for a long time reuniting. Uh, I loved every introduction to every character, every scene, every planet they went to. And I, I, it does what the Avengers does, but I think this this surpasses it. Like seeing the Guardians interact with everyone, seeing everyone meet for the first time. So well handled, so exciting, so funny. Uh, I loved all of that. Well, you guys have read a ton of event comics. Yeah. To, to me, this felt like an event comic. Absolutely. In that it's cool. It's awesome seeing all the characters together. Yeah and do things together and interact and all that stuff. But when you read an event comic by the end of it, you're like, that was really cool. There's actually not a lot there. No, there is not a lot of plot. Like at the end of the day, it's Thanos chasing infinity stones, which everyone agreed with prior to this are like the infinity stones were like the least interesting thing in the MCU because like Rugboy mentioned, no one knows what they really can do. Right. It's just MacGuffins. There's no way to explain any of this. It's magic. At the end of the day, it's just, it's a Thanos story chasing Infinity Do you stuff. think Thanos stole this movie? Like, it really is a, a, a it's Thanos. It's a Thanos movie. So, this is another. He's the only yes. character that has an arc in this movie and accomplishes what he wants. This is another brilliant thing that they did that only could be achieved because of the 18 movies prior, is you could actually make the movie about the villain and give him enough time to get to see his nuanced three dimensional character. To a degree. I think that, they, that even though Thanos was the star of this movie, I think that there could have been a little bit. M- uh, a little bit more to kind of bolster up this relationship that him and Gamora have. And there wasn't enough there for mm-hmm. me for when that payoff of when he actually kills her. Happens. Kill her yeah. But you, um, saw, I loved, you saw his pained look on his face as he was throwing her over. Like he did it. He was upset. That's like, show me, don't tell me that he's telling me in this one scene that he loves her, but there's nothing else there. To bolster that other than the like the one flashback like i feel like they could have fleshed that more out in the in the previous guardians films yeah have or Gamora be like i, I he was a father figure to oh, me yeah. but i hate him yeah, or something like yeah, that like yeah. even like like even like this is what i would have liked to have seen like and i remember i seen the, the movie only once and i might have missed something but to me like the minute where where thanos picks gamora out of a crowd to take as his is like daughter yeah like He's like, you're a fighter. But like, I don't really didn't really see her fight. No, we didn't. Yeah, they didn't. You know, like, I would have that? liked to yeah. have seen him like yeah. watch her like, you know, fight guards Resist. and do something, point. whatever. Right. And him kind of like take a shine to her and then build that moment. And they just kind of like, OK, they're, sh- they're 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 showing you something, but they're not really showing you enough. They're just, you know, show it me, don't used, tell me. It could have used that one scene where they come to get her and she like maybe she really hurts one of the guards and takes him down as a little kid yeah. and resists and he sees that, but he just goes, yeah, you're a fighter. Hello, little one. He's like, you're a fighter. It's crazy to me because like I can defend this film and I can criticize it. Like I'll defend it here because yeah. I'm like, man, this movie's already two hours and 40 minutes. Well, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> there's so much and I, I that would have been an additional maybe 30 seconds. Yeah, sure. maybe and you cut something else out, uh, but Man, so let's talk about Thanos' motivation, you guys. I, I feel like Ruggs doesn't really buy his motivation. No, I have a whole problem with this whole thing. But I, I, I like Here's it. the thing. I like it better than his comic book motivation. Yeah, they did not because do the death thing. The, the death thing death. is like, that's that's not relatable. Yeah. Who's actually, other than if you're like John Wayne Gacy, like who the fuck's really involved with death? 
On, right. the, on the one hand, Thanos, is he a prophet? Is he a madman? He thinks he's a prophet. He's he, a hero of his own story. He's doing what he thinks is right. The, the, even the line where Loki's like, you'll never be a god. Yeah. And, and Thanos just smiles before he kills him. Yeah. He's like, it, it, Thanos isn't trying to be a god. No. He's no. trying to be, he's a prophet. He's he a feels, messiah. Yes. He's like David Koresh. He feels it's his duty to uh, pare down existence so everyone he, survives. And I mean, I love the line where he's talking to Gamora. He's like, do you know what happened after that? Uh, you're, you know, kids have food in their mouths. Everyone, it's utopia. It's paradise. Yeah, but that that that's completely erroneous way of thinking as well. So the uh, bubonic plague comes out, wipes out a third of the population. Guess what? Yeah, everything stays exactly the same as soon as the population gets up again. What would have been a better thing? And to make him more like Hitler or something like that yeah. was for him to want only the people that has the same interests as him survive, the people that in his mind would shepherd this kind of peace, not just randomly killing off half of the population. He, yeah, he's, he wants to be, he wants it to be even and random. Now I liken Thanos to a gardener. When a garden is overgrown, what do you do? You got to hack all that shit back. So everything else can survive. Yeah, but and you're just completely glossing over this huge point that I just made. Yeah, because I don't. If you, if, if you, because the <laughs> bubonic plague, yeah, because the bubonic plague took out half the world, yeah. and yet we still have all the same exact ills and all the same exact problems, and in fact, it got even worse. So, w- what is that? If you just kill randomly half the population, that doesn't do it. You still have bad people there that want to do harm and and want to enslave people and do lots of. So you have to like you got to kill the bad systematically people. choose who lives and chooses who choose who dies, and that would have made him more of a. Uh, antagonistic figure and they and they didn't do that they made it random and i think i don't know they used that as the way to kill off all the heroes randomly and i i just didn't agree with that either i thought that was a lazy writing that was just you know i think i i see i think it's to draw sympathy towards Thanos because he's not this malevolent judge and jury like he's not going to pick it's random yeah so yeah he the the, the thought is is just if we kill half of these people, it'll probably have to happen again, but at least it'll save the universe for the next, you know, millions of years until we have someone else like him is going to have to do it. Or again. if after the bubonic plague, maybe like 30 years, maybe 30 years. <laughs> Shit is overgrown. And I mean, I, you know, the, well, you're equating it to something real. Yeah, that that's the thing. And maybe that wasn't a big enough scale. The bubonic plague. This is like a large. I just think if you apply scale. any logic to this, you see that the writing is a little flimsy, but uh, you know, I do. I mean, but I agree with Anthony. I like his motivation better than I'm glad they didn't do Hella bring her in as in love with death. Uh, well, that was Death's plan. That's why he was doing that in the comic books to appease Death. Right, because she wanted everyone to he die. He wanted to be something like Death was, something yeah. that was un- unkillable, something that was like eternal. Yeah. Right. He wanted to be on that level. He wanted to be her level. So he was doing her bidding. And that was one of the things that she was upset about is that at a certain point in time, there was more people living than dying. And she wanted that to be to be that equation to be balanced out. So it that made sense. Even that makes sense. <laughs> I just um, I don't like the I don't I wouldn't have liked it as much. No, no, I, being, I agree that him being him being it makes him a better tragic figure right. of that he wants to actually do good, but I don't think that this plan actually works. Gotcha. Um, I think so, it still makes him. In, I mean, he's still insane. Yeah, I mean that, yes. that's what an insane person he, he wants would to do. commit commit yeah. genocide. Yeah, right. On a universal scale, just like Hitler, he thought he was doing the right thing. He thought he was, th- he thought he was helping. But I, I think, but I don't think he's. Tr- I don't think they're trying to make him hit- like Hitler. Is like even like you. You feel more e- that he's evil, more evil. Yeah. Whereas Thanos, you're like this guy is just 
so off his rocks and so misguided. Like, I, I think there's a difference in evil and being super misguided. Right. Or being right, but being right in a, in a way that reality doesn't agree with you. Right, right. Um, the, another thing that I want to point out is that there's no societies that exist that have some kind of modicum of peace where they're in, in all the universe, everybody's fucking fucked up and it's overpopulated everywhere. There's no race that's figured it out, I guess. Well, he doesn't care. He, he's universe. taken what happened on Titan and just applied it to the rest of the yeah. universe ir- irrationally. Yes. I think, but I think it does. My friend Irwin, who's been on the show, brought up a point that it's an interesting dichotomy between what he thinks and what the Avengers think, because obviously he's like all gung ho, like half the universe has to go yeah. no matter what yep. if necessary. Yep. Where the Avengers throughout the film time and time again have struggles, even sacrificing one of them. Yeah. Yeah. They're, you know, like, they're like vision. We have vision has to die. No, no. Like even Wakanda is protecting a man that technically isn't even a man. Vision. Right. Or like Peter Quill has second thoughts about killing Gamora. Yeah. Steven, yep. Steven Strange yep. ends up saving Tony at the end. Like yep. there, there's all these parts where they're like, even one life is hard to sacrifice. Like the, the value of life for the Avengers is way more important to them. One life is more important than millions of lives I, I love that that sacrifice theme comes up over and over again and you see you know from even like the right thing to do is a sacrifice yeah but even the like but it's every hard. life is important yeah. for the avengers but is is what one life worth saving billions you know that's that's what it well, always comes if there's down another to. way that's the, that's the avengers yeah. thought is like if there's another way all life is important we can figure out a way to do this and not have to kill anybody and I mean, I do love the themes of family and the, the the fact that they showed Thanos as a father. Like, that was crazy. And, oh, first of all, Red Skull cameo? Oh, shit. Holy fuck. Oh, that that was legit. Like, I got out of my, I mean, How I was they perked up even more and I was like, secret. whoa. That was, not, that was not the guy he's believing. That's not you believing. It's Ross Marquand from yeah. Walking Dead. Oh, it's Ross Marquand. It's Aaron from Walking Dead? That was Ross yeah. Marquand? Holy mm-hmm. shit. Apparently, he's really good at doing impressions yes. of other actors. And he did, like, I was looking, I was like, is that Hugo Weaving? It sounds like him. I don't know. He was doing an impression of Hugo Weaving, doing an impression of a German dude. Which guy is Aaron from he, Walking Dead? He's uh, the uh, homosexual guy. He was the, yeah, with oh, the, okay. he's got, like, the curly perm hair. <laughs> I hate that that's how it defines him, but it does in that, Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, that's who he is. But also, I like the way they made him, the, his flowing cloth cape kind of reminded me of death from the comics, and they like they kind of combined the death. Because now here's the he's the one who's who's uh, forcing Thanos to make this choice. It's like, I love that the Soul Stone, you can't get it, you have to earn it. And uh, you see the struggle in his face. And like... Uh, when he when she thinks he doesn't love anyone and she starts laughing and then you know you slowly realize no he does love one person and uh, there is love in Thanos like uh, I don't know I I like that I really like that yeah really it didn't hit me as hard due to the reasons Rugby mentioned but I'm not gonna not gonna argue if it did hit you I think it it was fine but I mean as I said it would have been just that much better if they would have you know kind of set it up a little bit better yeah I agree Hey, let's uh this is a good spot. Let's take a quick break, play some promos. We have so much more to discuss right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Do you like video games? Do you like comics? Do you like movies? I'm Ellie. I'm Zinger, and we're the host of Zing This Podcast. We discuss nerdy topics every week on our podcast. What are some of the best ways to find our podcast, Ellie? You can search us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And don't forget, that's Z-E-N-G. This 
We hope to see you guys there. Every week, we have new nerdy topics. Yay! Hey, listener. Dutch here from Voice from the Underground, the podcast. My co-host and I want to invite you to check out our little corner of the podcast verse. At Voice from the Underground, we talk about all the crazy happening around us and try to make a little bit of sense out of the nonsense with little to no results. If the idea of hearing three semi-intelligent, outspoken nerds talk about politics, social issues, current events, sports, movies, pretty much anything that we decide to talk about because, well, it's our show, appeals to you, grab your shovel and come on down to the underground and then consult a qualified psychotherapist. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, just not where you buy your weed. Boys from the underground. Hey, listener, thanks for checking out the show if you're enjoying the show. And maybe if you're a new listener, if you're loving the show so far, there's a place where you can get more show, and it is at our fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Yeah, help us keep the lights on, keep our recordings full of bites and bits that go on the internet, and you get bonus content in the form of an exclusive RSS feed just for our supporters. So if you have been following along, we've kind of had an April pledge drive thing going. Thanks to listener John Seifert. His challenge was initially, let's raise a hundred bucks. I will increase my pledge from 20 to 40 modified that to if you can raise $25 of additional Patreon support, I will match that 25. If you can get to 50, I will match that to 50. And I really want to bankrupt John Seifert. So we tried real hard. Here's the update. First of all, thank you. Huge thank you goes out to Jose Joel Cazares for signing up to the Patreon. New Patreon member. And also Adam Morris, PhD, the official science guy of the Jock and Nerd podcast, increased his pledge. So... As of right now, now there's still, uh, what, two days left in April. This may be the final tally. We may get a push. We'll update next week. But the final tally is we are up $46 and three new patrons. Nice. Amazing. Amazing. John Seifert, you're the fucking man. I can't believe uh, that this happened. We can't thank you enough. I don't know why people give us money, but it's I awesome. don't Thank you. know why, but we're, you know, I mean, we've given you reasons why, but I still surprise me every time. You know, someone I guess this money. entertainment is valuable value for value. We give you entertainment. You've got instant reactions on there now. Yeah. Instant reactions yep. to all. Here's what's on right now. You can hear rug boys review of rampage, which I probably take back now. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, post show from last episode that was a lot of fun and all of our instant reactions separately to Avengers Infinity War Jose Joel Car- Cazares said thank you for the shout out on the program great program this week and great last name pronunciation happy to help <laughs> thank you so much hey. uh, Mark Bunang writing in he is now at the $10 level where he gets to pick a movie to review he has his pick he says I would like to re- hear a review for the 1994 movie The Crow Geek Boner I really liked that movie growing up and would oh, love yeah. to hear a review from you guys dude I'll do that I fucking love The Crow absolutely we'll sure I've never seen The Crow you've never seen The Crow it's no. dude it's pretty yeah he won't like it you don't think you'll like it I guess if you didn't <laughs> see it in the 90s nah, it's, it's dated you but may like... not enjoy it I love okay. this fucking movie Especially because I was six years old when this came out. I mean, the fact that Brandon Lee died during the making of this movie just made oh, it I've like read the stuff, more, man. more crazy. So yeah, look for that in the Patreon. We will be doing 
movie reviews for our Patreon uh, members. So join the fan club, jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. You think we'll do them in the Patreon? I, I think I think we I think should that's do a good place yeah. to do it. Yeah, because it provides more content for people that pay. Yes, we just increased $46. We need to give more bonus content. If you want to hear it, sign up. The pledge drive is done, everyone. We'll shut up about it. But I am also working with T Public, the site that hosts our shop, for some extra rewards for patrons. So there there's go. something working there. Okay, back into Avengers Infinity War. I don't even know where to go, Anthony. What do you want to talk about? The first thing that came to mind for me, and I don't know if you guys agree or disagree with this, is I really liked Thor in this movie. Thor had a pretty important I thought he part. Had, in I thought this. besides Thanos, I think he is like the next guy in this film, sort yeah. of. Yeah. And like his arc of like where the part where he's like joking around, but he's actually like quite sad that like he, he has lost everything. Lost everything. Yeah. And he's like, I'm fifteen hundred years old, yeah. and that's my purpose. Yeah. And like even if I and he's like Rocket and he's the fact that he's talking to a raccoon about and, this. Yes. And Rocket is like time to be captain and Rocket's yeah. like and Rocket's Rabbit. like there for him. Yeah, he calls him sweet rat. Like they nail Thor so much like Chris Hemworth's in is in his like pocket now yeah, in terms I, of this yes, role like yes because like that's thor yes like, thor should be like this goofy dopey jock kind of like medieval jock like he's referring to rocket as sweet rabbit yeah. the entire film i think he's better in this than ragnarok like ragnarok was too goofy joke yeah and and or like and the part it, it's where like a good balance, yeah, right. it's a good balance. i would agree like any the part where he's like to the guardians like farewell morons <laughs> yes. like, but, like, and, and like he doesn't know that that's not their name right. and that's insulting like is uh, like they they've nailed that and then like to balance that with like his his internal strife of like living this long and now having nothing to live for and then the but sheer then, like, badassery of it and then yeah and then the part where he fucking w- jumps into Wakanda and it's like dude this that is, is epic a and, he, and he's screaming scene. like yeah. bring me Thor yeah. or bring me Thanos I think uh, the next Thor movie should be Thor with Rocket and Tree it's, I love it. And he goes, <laughs> this is my friend over there his name is Tree. His Rabbit. name is Tree. Yeah. I am Groot. And then, and then Steve, he's like, I am, I am Steve Rogers. I am, I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> I love it. He speaks Groot. And he's like, yeah. oh, he what speaks Groot. What was the funniest line in this movie? Dude, if let's you talk go. about the humor because the humor is, there's a lot of great fucking funny oh, lines. Uh, and But it's not overly done. Like it's balanced really, really well. As much as I fucking hate Drax in this movie. He was great. He had one, yeah. he had one great line. I think it was about... Uh, who's Gamora? And he's like, "What is Gamora?" Or, oh, oh yeah, they're like, "Where is Gamora?" Wh- where? And he's like, "What? Well, I'll do you one better. Why is why Gamora? Is Gamora? Yeah, why is Gamora?" <laughs> and he goes, the, "I'll do you line. one better. Who's Gamora?" And he goes, "I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora?" Is yeah, fucking- that was that was uh, that audibly made me laugh. I got I got to agree with you, Rugs. I'll, I'll put my favorite. That's probably one of my favorites. But I do agree that like. Drax is funny, but he's become he's become just a one joke note. kind of. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was so much cooler in the first Guardians he was so movie. Much they cooler. completely fucked him over big time. They have not made. I, I mean, Drax was the com- the comedy relief in this movie a little bit. Uh, I did he's love a comedy relief in every movie. That he's he's a, been yeah. in the, the thing one. is, in the first movie, he had that arc of like my family yeah, guy, yeah, and like, and yeah. he was funny, but he was funny because he just did, it, everything he didn't, he didn't know, understand yeah, yeah. common like you know like. Things would go over his head. And he'd he like, took everything no, literally. Literally, yeah. yeah there, so that's what I'm looking for. He took everything. Now he's like, 
I'm standing in the corner and no one could see me move. <laughs> it's like, well, that's yeah. not literal. To they would never have done that in the first movie. Yeah. So yeah. also this Guardians, like they've, this is four years since the end of Guardians 2. You know, they're a little more, uh, uh, they've been doing things. Uh, Did you have a favorite seen. line, Imran? I, well, I, there was, I love when Spider-Man uh, is jumping through the portals and he's like, magic, magic kick, and now Spidey magic. And he's jumping back and forth. Uh, I like that. Do you not like I that? Was I, thought, okay. I thought no. that was okay. Uh, I didn't know what he was saying. I didn't uh, even, it was inaudible. Well, the, well, see, that's why you got to see it with like nobody in the room. Uh, what <laughs> else? There was, ah, oh, man, there were so many fucking. Um, I like, I like Thor going, calling Rocket Sweet Rabbit yeah. a lot. I liked him calling, saying farewell morons. Even the part where he's like, they're like, that's so cool. He's like, yes, so cool. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I, I think Thor is like in his pocket now where he, Chris Hemsworth is just nailing this guy. I think that when he called him Squidward was pretty funny. Squidward, yeah. Iron Man calling. Uh, I Ebony like Chris Moss Pat Squidward. going, I'm going to blow that nutsack of a chin right off your face. Yeah, that was a, that was a nice <laughs> line. Like a he refers line. to him as Grimace. Yeah, he's like, put it out, Grimace. Uh, tons uh, of Easter eggs. There was, there was some good. I mean, there wasn't like anything that like made me that I thought was like super funny but there was a lot of like intelligent lines where they're yeah, just playing that, I mean, off playing the off of the characters the humor was great the there's one part that the humor wasn't good and that's after fucking star lord fucks up with thanos and they can't get the glove off yeah, of him yeah and then he's like did we lose oh yeah i'm I like hated that. no you fucking you're in, you don't get to make a joke now you fucked up everything and in the fact that they were taking like 20 minutes to get the glove off was annoying to me as well. I'm like, they, you would have gotten it off by now. Like, that scene was way too long. <laughs> would you that, have that scene? That scene like is is very um, it's very interesting that they decide to make. I mean, basically, Star Lord is an asshole. He's a dick. He just he lost it. He like, couldn't the keep the person his cool. I was watching it with. Yeah. Like by the end of it, not a super hardcore MCU fan. They were like. I don't like Chris. I don't like Star Lord. Well, look, anymore. he just. Neither do I. I understand the character motivation of like yes. being so pissed off, but it it's a really strong move to be like we're gonna make this all your fault. I but I think what his reaction. He just found out that he killed Gamora. His, I, get I think it. his reaction is completely logical and sensible, and it is what he would he do. He was about to kill Gamora earlier. He was a hot. Well, just well to stop her from from to stop Thanos because he promised her. I just think it's a bold move. I really, I really, um, I don't even know if it's ballsy. I think it's just like, wow, you're going to make it all on this one hero's fault. His ego. Yeah, they, I mean, they had him. They had the glove almost completely off. After he, like 20 and minutes. It. And then he loses it. Yeah. <laughs> you knew he was going to lose it, though. Yeah. You knew he was going to lose it. Uh, I love, uh, what else? How about uh, the music, you guys? I really thought uh, Alan Sefestri brought his fucking A game. You know, Yeah, it was very good. Well, he a lot. I, he he uh he incorporated a lot of it's a lot of the themes from the first Avengers, and he just he just cuts it up and like Cap's first appearance yeah. is like the violin. Oh, it's fucking sick! And like when Thor shows up, it's the same music they use in the rotating shot. And then they even use the uh, Ludwig Göransson's music from Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, and the drums. I read this article with Sylvester because he was a little hesitant to come back to do this because he'd never worked with a pair of directors, and he said working with them was like working with one person. He's like, they never talked over each other. Each one knew what their part was, what they were supposed to do. Like it was one fucking person. And I thought that was a really interesting observation of the Russo brothers. Like they got their shit locked down. Uh, but yeah, the the music was so important and it worked so well. Uh, and let's talk about, let's talk about the fucking visual effects on Thanos. This is like, I feel like they went and found a purple alien and hired him to play fucking the Thanos in this movie. Like, that's how real 
It looked yeah, he was a very, very well uh, captured, uh, you know, CG effect. He looked like he was actually there yes. for the most part. Yes. There was a couple of scenes where it was a little weak here and there, but like for the most part, I'm going to say about like 90%. Yeah, he, I would agree with uh, that. It, it was very, very like dead on. All these- I, think, I think this is about as good as it can get. Yeah, it's an amazing yeah, right performance. And the Brolin gets a ton of credit, but the animators get a ton of credit. Like, who I mean, the, gets the part the when, they, when they have, when Mantis is sitting on his head and they're like pulling at his arms mm-hmm. and Chris Pratt's like, it looks like he's right there. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. when Thanos or when Thor has the, the Stormbreaker in him and he's talking face to face. He looks like he's there. Dude, the lighting, there, there's the other shadows. parts though, like when they're in like that throne room, I didn't look like he was there. Mm. Like it still looks like video gamey at certain points, but I will agree that the, yeah, most of the time it looks good. Overall the CG was good. It was especially good on Thanos. Um I think it was spotty on his henchmen and now Henchmen, I don't know the fucking names like Anthony does because I don't think they had enough time no. to really breathe as characters. They never introduced them. They never and gave I them their names. I would have liked a scene where Thanos... I mean, Thanos is with them in the beginning with in in, in the spaceship with uh, the Asgardian destroyed yeah, spaceship yeah, yeah. or whatever. They're all there. But I would have liked to have seen a, a scene of him interacting with them and getting to know them just a little bit more so I could at least know their names. I agree. I agree with I that. I did if not you, know them and I wouldn't really know, be able to tell you one, no. one from the other. That's why like, um, if you, a lot of people are going to be Googling this, but like, if you've read Hickman's Avengers, you know that this is Call Obsidian, Ebony Maw, Corvus Glaive, and Proxima Midnight. They only mention Ebony Maw's name and maybe Corvus Glaive. Like, it was weird that they didn't... Eb- Ebony Maw, to me, looked the best. He's the magic one. I thought they all looked pretty good. I didn't. Th- yeah. I didn't think Corvus Glaive or Proxima Midnight, the girl. I didn't think they looked good at all. Yeah, I thought, I thought Proxima Midnight looked terrible. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, th- I thought she looked really. What about bad. the big one? Big one looked fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's harder. I think it's hard. The more human like it looks, the harder it is. I think to do. Uh, right. I see. So, it's the uncanny yeah, valley. Yeah. 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 I think that the weakest part of the CG is some of the rubbery Spider-Man-y stuff uh, and Iron Man could get rubbery in, in certain parts. But the, the biggest flaws is when they're trying to superimpose the real head on top of the armor, like especially yeah. in the Hulk. banner in the Hulk yeah. buster. Yeah, that, uh, it looked yeah. really okay. terrible. Yeah, it looked a little floaty and around even around the neck of Spider-Man. Uh, yep. looked a little weird and Tony's around the neck where the, we're starting to see it now and we have to the, do something end, different. Banner's head uh, looked just really weird because it was yeah, so it tiny like was floating and in floaty in that thing. But dude, I, I could forgive all of this because we, we, saw, we see all that shit. We saw Spider-Man in fucking space and I even love the Iron Spider suit. I said it. Oh, shit. I said it. I kind of love those like- arms. That was fucking sick. It just mystifies me that there's not even like a little bump in his suit that where the arms would come out of. They like just seem to sprout out yeah, of nowhere. Like a little, it's nanotechnology. This shit comes yeah, from anywhere. It's magic. Yeah, it's, it's magic. James Cameron's right. Okay, so. But, um, look, speaking of that, I love the common, I love all the magic in this movie. I kind of love, what I loved when Strange and Thanos were strange, battling. I, I was going to say Strange, like this is his coming this out This is party. his movie, dude. I he have did a big so rug down about Strange. Okay, here you we go. go. You don't like him? Here we go. Here we go. Here's my beef with Strange. I love fucking Strange. I love Doctor Strange. But this movie, once again, suffers from uh, writers trying to do things that are obviously to drive the plot forward and not to actually deal with what's going on. And this is a parallel to The Last Jedi. In The Last Jedi, 
they have a plan to go to this place and whatever. They don't tell Poe Dameron. They don't tell anybody and they, it causes everybody to... So now, Doctor Strange looks into the futures and sees like four billion futures and only one where they win. He knows what to do. Does he tell anyone? No. All right? He tells nobody. All right? Uh, and, and then, and then, in fact... All of these guys have this these big high stakes and all they do is argue with each other instead of share information and, and get somewhere. They do this obviously because they want you to think that uh, the reason why um, that Doctor Strange let uh, lets Tony live and sacrifices the time zone because he's seen the future and he knows that's the way that it's got to go. So he's he's got the information. He doesn't tell anybody that. He doesn't prepare anyone. He So he... He kind of saves Tony, but he's really, really not saving Tony. He's really knows the future and he knows that he has to give up the time gem to do that. But you can only infer that if you know that that's how writers write, right? You, you don't. And so there's a problem. It's it's that same Last Jedi problem where he knows something that he knows the way that it's gonna go, and he doesn't tell anyone, and then and and then all this arguing ensues that doesn't need to happen. So I think that that's really like one of those things that stuck out. I'm like, oh, that's the Last Jedi I doing the same thing. I see your point with the I Last Jedi. Yes, yes. I, uh, I'm gonna try to defend it, although I don't know if I can. The only thing I can say is in in Doctor Strange's movie, they kind of establish that messing with the time continuum is 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 proves to be fatal. You can't at some tell point. people what you know. So yeah, I, I think yeah, you can't tell people. That's what's time travel one on one. Okay, and the second thing is that if you have the time stone. You should be able to go back and keep Thanos from getting the the first stone well, in the first place. They, you yeah. should be able to go back and undo so the whole fucking movie. That time stone is tough. Yeah, yeah. so they should <laughs> have a little bit of an easy MacGuffin. The time stone should have been the first stone that he gets. But I knew him the minute Vision fucking exploded, I was like, oh, he's just gonna fucking wind us back. He's got the yeah, time but, gem. Yeah, but I'm saying that that yeah, time gem yeah. because the, that would have made. It just went. It just drives me nuts. When I'm like, dude, do the time thing. Do the thing with the <laughs> ramos. Do that thing again. Turn it back. You got it. It's yeah. on you. What, what are you waiting for? <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I would comics, agree. Although I did, I did like, I did like that he was looking into the future, and when he, he's like, "There's 14.1 million scenarios," yeah. and he's like, how, which, "How many do we win in one?" One. And the theater I was in, when he goes one, the whole theater is like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> yeah, but he one. knows which one it is. Yeah, so, so that's no. why he gives the gem. Thanos has to win to be able. No, so Nick can Imran, pull We know that. That's why he Captain gives Marvel. the gem to. That's the, the whole. To that's Tony. what's gonna happen. Or that's why he gives it to Thanos because yeah. Tony is key, obviously. Yeah. But um, Tony so needs yeah. to stay alive at least. So that's like uh, where people were shitting on Star Wars: The Last Jedi for doing that. People are giving this movie a pass, and and I'll tell you why. Because there's a precedent for this in the comic books, right? Yep. Everybody yeah. has to die, and then Nebula is the one who who puts the Infinity Gauntlet on, and then brings everybody back, and 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 brings people back up to uh before. Thanos killed everyone. I mean, I agree with the comment. Someone said that this is what The Last Jedi was trying to do, but this thing, I believe Infinity War did it a lot better. Well, if you have a precedent to right, do it, then right, it makes it right. makes sense to do it that way. But so, I know. also think inherently you root for these characters yes, a lot more yes. than you do for the ones in The Last Jedi yeah. that you just met yeah. in the prior film. Yeah. Like you, you want these characters to stick around. The yeah. only thing that I don't like is that when they decided to start killing people off after he snaps his fingers... Yeah. That they kill off people that you know are are, are not dying. It's a little yeah. bit manipulative. And yes, they, they I'll did, give you they, that. They did it because what? The, this is where writing comes in again. Yeah. They're trying to 
make it so only the original Avengers yeah. cast survives. Right, this one. And that way it's their, it's the Avengers movie, not all this other people's movie. And, and, and they get to kind of be the heroes in, in the last movie. So my movie. theory for the next one is all those people come back and the OG guys actually die. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's, so, I mean, everybody knows that. Now. Real quick, pre-snap deaths were Heimdall, Loki, Gamora, Vision, uh, and all the Asgardians. Post-snap deaths included Bucky, Black Panther, Groot, Scarlet Witch, Falcon, Mantis, Drax, Peter Quill, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Maria Hill. Can I, can I talk Nick about Fury. that real quick? Yeah. A, a lot of those deaths, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, it's, it, like I, it wasn't affecting me that much. I know which one got you. Tom Holland. Yes, Neil, Peter yes. Parker oh, died. my God. I was like, like I, I know on. he's not going away, no. but that was the moment where I was like, all right, Tom Holland. Not bad. Like, it just Not, gave like me you, chills. You, when he's like, Tony, Tony, I don't, don't want to go. I don't want to go. Oh, my God. Like, father to son. Uh, I it, For me, that na- like I didn't have tears, but I was feeling things. It gave me that. fucking chills and goosebumps. I was like, damn. I agree with every death except for Black Panther, I think. Why? Because it takes you out of it? Uh, yeah, because I know you Black Panther's you know body that, yeah. is the biggest thing. And not only that, why all the black eyes getting killed? <laughs> Wait, he's the only one. Not in Baku. Baku is fine. I'm yeah. saying, I'm like, the guys in the suits doing this. The that, yeah, like, that one is like, really? You just made $680 million domestically. There's no so way. So even the most casual fan is going to be like, I'm calling bullshit on the Black Panther. Like, maybe yeah. they should have left that one out to, for a little more. Mm, that's a good point. The only thing yeah. is, that I would say is, we uh, we as nerds know yeah. And a jock in my case. Uh, know that Avengers Part Two is coming out right. next May. Right. So we know that that's not happening. But if you're if you didn't know that was not happening, would you would well, you still think that? It's forgivable because you know the nature of the Infinity Gauntlet is that you can do whatever you want when you have it on. Right. Whoever's gonna don it, which I think is gonna be Captain Marvel, is gonna don it mm. and bring everyone back mm-hmm. to life. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. And that's and that's the way it's gonna go. The Soul Stone's gonna ask for a sacrifice. Oh, and, uh, for it's got to be, be the OG Avengers. Oh, another sacrifice for If you want her. these guys back, you got to trade oh. in someone else. So, oh, so maybe it's got to be somebody oh, that shit. you love. Somebody has to be the somebody that you love, right? Right. And all of those characters love. Oh, yeah, that could work. Damn, because that's pretty good. Groot would probably say, I love Rocket. So Rocket's going to go. And Bucky would say, I love Cap. And Cap's going to go and all that stuff. Somebody has a soul for and a Black soul. And Black Panther would be like, I love Okoye. Yeah. Okoye's got to go. Holy shit. Mm. Everyone I has think to pick someone. The other point I was making is you can't fully judge this until the next movie comes right, out. Like, right. I'm, I'm willing to give them the, the leeway that this is a two-part movie, even though they, they separated these, that this is still a two-part story and the story isn't finished. It's a complete manipulation to get you like you know feeling like you've lost all hope for the next movie to kind I of- I think it works, though, in this gonna sense. It's going to be a, more of a triumph at yeah, the, in the yeah. end. You need that. You need- and so they're doing it, obviously. They're writing it this way on purpose to set the stage for it. So I can't really begrudge them mm-hmm. for doing it. I, I applaud them in a lot of ways, but I just think that they kind of- telegraphed what they were going to do a little too much so it yeah. kind of it it, it it lessens the enthusiasm the russo like, brothers have said avengers mystery avengers 4 is going to be longer and bigger and better already than infinity War. i mean I, I have to give them kudos for ending it with thanos looking at a sunset i, I love and a little smile and just this satisfaction that was amazing what an ending he's like i'm just gonna have a beer maybe i'll do some gardening uh, but, he, cool but he's now. not like completely sad. Like he lost a lot. Even he says, yeah, it. he's like, yeah. I lost. What everything. did it cost? She goes, what did it cost you? And he's like, everything. Yeah. So good. Can I get into yeah. one thing? I've been positive pretty much. Okay. Into Let, one you want to get I, nitpicky? Let's get nitpicky. Well, no, I'm not getting nitpicky. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just having a discussion. Okay. This is one of those things where, why I don't think it's one of the best MCU films mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. is because it has this many characters. Mm-hmm. 
it's like it reminded me of like a game of thrones episode with like three episodes packed into like one yeah where it's just it's so heavy and yeah. so much going on yeah. from one character yeah one scene to the next yeah. that it's like it's almost like bursting at the seams where you can't ever just relax. It's barely holding. It's, it's barely holding on itself. to like, yeah. like this, like that. It, all these, ju- this juggling act, like you, at any point, like the balls could just fall and the guy could tra- stop juggling. I, I kind of enjoyed that tension throughout the movie though. It's, but it's, but the second act for me, yeah. like upon rewatch, especially is, is very slow. Nothing like things are going on, but it's like, Thor and Strange are just going to Titan. Yeah. That's all that's happening. Yeah, yeah. Thor is trying to build a hammer. Yeah. And Cap is taking vision to Wakanda. Really, that's all that's happening. Yeah. yeah there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing actually like the 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 only thing that's moving is Thanos looking for the things that we all agreed were the most boring parts of the MCU. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing is that there was no real plan to do anything. Right. Right? There was just like, we're going to go where Thanos is going to be, and we're going to get the, the glove off of him, which is a terrible plan. Yeah. The the only... Exactly. That's exactly... That's exact, I was trying to figure out what it is, and that's exactly it. Like, Thor is building a hammer. That's not all that exciting. That, well, that's a, that's at least some kind of plan. It, it is, but that's the only plan. <laughs> need a up, until, up until Tony's like, we're going to take the fight to him, everyone's just waiting. To, yeah. They don't know what to do. Yeah. So that, that you don't have your... You don't. That's why Thor has the best art because other than that, no one else in the film is moving forward. They're just sitting there waiting for things to happen. Like they're taking Vision to Wakanda, yeah. and waiting. Well, they're trying to get that. They want to. They want to separate. Well, they're getting the stone, the stone up, but, yeah. but what are they? They're not proactive in like let's fucking get defense Thanos. positions. Yeah, yeah it's it's a defensive movie. I love Tony and Doctor Strange butting heads. Their egos, like him calling him a douchebag. Douche he's yeah. like you, they should have. They should have had a goatee off. <laughs> they should have had to go. They almost look the same. And then you think about this is two Sherlock Holmes facing off with each other. Did your head even fit into that? Home? <laughs> That's so great. That was a great line. But it was a little confusing. But I did like where, you know. Uh, oh, I didn't think it was. Conf- what was confusing? No, no, I didn't th- think that was confusing. No, I don't think there's a reason for them to argue, first well, of all. That, not- that's that's kind of what was my oh. point is. Well, Strange- I, was just I just think they're both huge ego maniacs. Yes, but there's no plan. Strange is like, we should hide this stone. Well, first Tony's like, we should hide the stone. And then he's like, no, let's bait him with the stone. Like, wh- which one is it? They kind of flip flop really quickly for no reason. Yeah. I just like Tony. I did, going back to final, I like that Tony like keeps pushing him by like, from using like doctor lines yes. on him. <laughs> yeah. What did he say? <laughs> I forget the exact lines, but he's like, is that your prognosis or something like that? Uh, 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 doctor. Do you concur? Doctor? Do you concur? Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. it's like, like, are you <laughs> moving your hair at the moment? He's like, no. there's some, there is some snappy stuff. Yeah. Going in there's there. clever, clever lines going on between them. I love how Tony calls them wizards. And then he's like, uh, you're embarrassing Bruce, me in front of your wizard. You're embarrassing me in front of the wizards. Like that with <laughs> Thor calling a rabbit. That's a tree. pretty, that's pretty, that was pretty funny. And Tony's like wizards. Of course it's wizards. <laughs> Uh, but uh, man, there's so, there's so much good you, stuff. I know. I remember when we reviewed Civil War, you were like, you had a problem with Peter not knowing the name to Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, you know what? I'm over did it. You, did, I'm are over you over it? it? Yeah. He went over. Yeah. He went. He yeah. made an Aliens reference. No, I, I'm I'm over it. And I like the the callback to the joke, and again using you know pop culture. And he's like, I actually liked. I, I was it. like, how are they gonna get, fucking get Ebony Maw? Blow him out the fucking head. Blow out the thing like Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's actually kind of like, good. If you make one more pop culture reference, I'm benching you. He's just he's getting annoyed. That was really good. I love that rocket. I love the callback to the rocket joke where he loves to collect prosthetic parts. He's all about eyes and See, arms. Get that arm. yeah, he's like, I'm getting that arm. <laughs> I'm yeah. getting that arm. That's fucking great. Yo, I liked, uh, let's talk about the action a little bit. Cause 
I like some of the pairings of the action, like seeing Black Widow and Okoye and Scarlet Witch fight Proxima Midnight. I was like, oh, this is going to be badass. But Ruggs, I know you have a little bit of criticism of how the Russo brothers film some of this action this time around. Well, they they toned down the shaky cam, but I feel like that there was a lot of like cropped shots uh, where they could have like moved it a little bit back so you could see a little bit more. Um, I have to watch it again. But I didn't feel that same sense of like kineticness that I did in some of the fight scenes. I'm talking about the fight scenes with the guy with the bow staff. I don't know what his name is. Oh man! Uh, and then and Proxima Midnight, Proxima Midnight, Corvus Glaive, Corvus Glaive, her husband. Yeah, yeah. When they were fighting, uh, when they were trying to get the vision in the beginning, in the train station, and Cap shows up, mm-hmm. I felt that that fight scene was very cropped in. Yeah, where, it like, was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But then, but then like, yeah, but then you had these epic. What'd you think of the epic fight scene? Like that whole Wakanda shit, like when those things came underground. First of all, with all the outriders, I was like, holy fuck, look was, at these fucking mindless I mean, beasts. I thought it was very epic. Yes. Yeah, I didn't think that had major problems with that. I just think that after seeing like uh, the Russo brothers do Captain America in action so great right, and all right, these moves right. were so like, I mean, even they were shaky cam in um in in Civil War. Yeah, yeah. But that was like you're following Black Widow through alleys and shit, yeah. and it made sense. Here, it didn't make sense. There wasn't a, there wasn't that forward thrust motion where they were following. The problem may be that they were fighting, you know, CG characters instead of actual, you and know, they needed to do that fighters. to kind of blur the line of reality. Possibly. Maybe possibly those, those monsters. I mean, they they're called, I think they're outriders. Oh yeah. Some of them, sometimes they look good. Sometimes they yeah. kind of look bad. I did like how they were just like mindless and they had one thing and they were just good. Kill, you can kill it. She's like, they're killing themselves. Like they didn't give a fuck. Oh, I, lo- I loved Proxima Midnight's line where they were like, you know, we have her, blood uh, Black Panther's like, uh-huh. yeah, like you are in Wakanda now. All they will have is blood or whatever. Like yeah. all you will, all that way we shed it's is blood. And she's and like, blood. we have blood to spare. Yeah, so and then then you see boom, these things coming these out. These fucking things are just uh, like, that, I mean, the part where, um, when they're like, they're going to circle, like they're going to surround us and yeah. Black Panther's like, well, Cap's like we got to keep them in front, and Black Black Panther's like open the A seventeen yes. or whatever. They need the hot gates from three hundred right there. Yeah, and yeah. you just see everyone running, and <laughs> yeah. you see Black Black Panther and Cap and, and sprinting Steve ahead, fucking running so fast. Yeah. It was, I was amazing. Like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Fucking sick. And then, well, you know, right right when they're overcome, Thor comes in for that save. Is such a great fucking moment. Oh, so good. So let's talk about uh, best use of Peter Dinklage ever. For me, he finally sees himself as like a giant on screen. Like, do you think he ever thought he would see himself as a huge giant? That's, I love it. I think it's so clever. It was a, it was clever. Yeah, yeah. it's good. I, mean, I did, he's again a new character they're yeah. trying to introduce yeah. into yeah. a movie full of seventy a, a million characters. characters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's tough to like really invest, but yeah, he's all right. Uh, yeah, no, and I love uh, Groot's uh, sacrifice of his arm to put it together. That was also fucking great. He needs the hammer. Tree, help me find the handle. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I, I did also, like, I felt like Bucky was a little shortchanged. Like, hey, I thought yeah. he was going to have Bucky a lot more was a to little, do. So was I think War Machine. Black, I think Black Widow, War Machine, yeah. Bucky, they are all underused. But again, this is a movie about Thanos. We know all these characters. Right. You know, and we, we need time for the movie to get to know Thanos. It's an event comic. If it's you think of it as comic, an event comic, that's exactly what it is. Then- a lot That's of why this I is think forgiven. it works. It's so well. It's fine because she's gonna get her doing the next movie. What they did is they they did exactly what Thanos wanted. They thinned the herd yeah. 
We have time to enjoy everything yes. in the next movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you're so. going to get one last hurrah with the, the OG Avengers before they have to go. And, and they, they probably figure that all these new characters are going to be here for the next five to 10 years. So yeah. let them get their shine. I mean, that's that. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be sad. It, I don't really know how else you can write this movie well, and make it good. Wow. Well, and you said it's it, so, well, it's, it's so ambitious. Like in terms of overall structure. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think the there's way little things you can definitely yeah, change. There's things you can change to make this tighten it up a little bit and to kind of not have the same problems that last Jedi had with the, uh, I know everything, but not telling you anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overall, I think the point of this movie was to get all of these big groups into one movie yep. successfully and kind of emulate what happens in like Marvel crossover stories yep, yep. where there's like, Tons of comics involved and tons of characters involved. And uh, just to get the feeling of what that would be to read w- without reading it. Yes, I completely agree. I mean, Anthony, I think you said it in your uh, instant reaction, like the sheer ambition and accomplishment. This movie has something that has never been done and was an inconceivable. Like that alone just sets this apart. Like it, 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 this is a, a new era for these movies after watching them pull this off. And I think they pull it off very well. And I, I don't think you can fully judge it until the next one comes out. No, you can't. It's part one. Yeah, it, 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 if the ending kind of brings together everything and it's a huge triumph, I think that this as the middle piece of mm-hmm. where the Empire Strikes yes. Back of, yes. of the story. And then you if know. they ended like Return of the Jedi, like they pulled off, they pulled off the Empire Strikes Back. Now they got to pull off Return of the Jedi. Did you like Stan Lee's cameo? He looked pretty good. As the bus driver. <laughs> Is, but isn't Return of the Jedi, the, the way they pulled that off, make Empire Strikes Back better? Is that, uh, that the prevailing uh, consensus? Yeah, a little bit. Because like if they didn't stick the landing right, there, right. Empire Strikes Back's not as good either. Right. Correct. And that's what I'm Correct. thinking for this, too. Yeah. It's like yeah. They have to stick the landing on this. Otherwise, if the next film kind of is like, if the next film's kind of like this, yeah. then that's not acceptable. How do you top but, this, though, is my other question. But I don't think you, you're not, I don't you think don't you're trying to, to top yeah. it. You, yeah. have, you, you almost have to go smaller. Yeah. 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 You mean what, in scale? Not scale, but in, in terms story. of character. Yeah. There, there's so much. There's so many, like, there. there's characters that just don't, don't get much love or any, like, they're just shortchanged. This is the part that I have a tr- uh, uh, trouble with, all right? Uh, at this point in the story, Thanos did what he wanted to do. Yeah, right. Story's over. Yeah. yeah. So what what are, what are they going to do? They So the point is, the, the driving factor is to try and undo what Thanos did. I do love that, even though it's a- That it's is a, the next, it's that's, a, the next that's the only where to go to with yeah. the story. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love that it's a cliffhanger, but also has a sense of closure as a standalone itself. Like, it does. It has an ending, and you're like, "Now what the fuck?" Obviously, well, they have to get the Infinity Gauntlet from Thanos. Yes. So the, well, next, the thing is, the Infinity yeah. Gauntlet by the end of it, if you it's destroyed, it's just, yeah, busted. He, but he there's that. another one. Remember in the Etri's fucking place on that star, Nevertelier, whatever it's called. All these new fucking planets. There was another Nevedelier. one. Nevertelier. There was another one sitting there. I feel like that's gonna come into play. I feel like, actually, I don't think that's going to be the case. Yeah. I think each of these, the OG Avengers is going to have to go into each of the stones. Go into the stones? Mm-hmm. The files are in the computer? Because there's shots, this is already kind of like, I already know too much, but there's shots of them filming Avengers 4 with Cap in the old costume. <sighs> right. Like traveling well, in time. 
in in the comics, like, isn't uh, don't they go into the there's a soul, the soul world? Sto- there's yeah. a world into in the, the soul and, 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 and Adam Warlock's yep, there. Yep, 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 yep. And that's where he comes into play. Yeah. So well, then you can also do the time stone and just go and back reverse and it. Time so and look, reverse. let's let's yeah. uh, let's uh, hy- hy- hypothesize. Let's extrapolate. Here's what we're getting next. Ant-Man and the Wasp takes place right after Civil War. It will involve uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp going into the microcosm quantum realm to find the original Janet Van Dyne played by Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. You know how they right. explain why he's gone? Oh, yeah. How about that throwaway line? That was fucking ridiculous no, no, with Hawkeye well, and Ant-Man. No, I'm saying for this. Yeah. For Ant-Man. Remember they were like the, when you get to the quant- subatomic? Yes. It's where the laws of space and time don't don't apply? Yes. So if he's at that level, then none of this applies to him. Oh, he wouldn't get, he wouldn't have gotten killed. Yeah, because the he's laws of space and time reality, aren't there. He's not in reality, yeah. He's not there yeah. anymore. What did you think about the throw? Like, now we know why there was no Hawkeye in the trailer. He's not in the fucking movie. The throwaway line, it was like, where's Clint and Scott and something about something, something, the Accords have him sign line, something, something. It was like more like uh like they're on house arrest and they worked out it's like Which so they I both was, have families. I was okay with actually. There's enough fucking people in this I don't movie. Care. Yeah, there was <laughs> enough fucking people in this movie. I, I don't understand the obsession with Hawkeye. I know, I know. We His character is well, he's, he's an original Avenger, not in the Avengers movie. He's an yeah. OG. I mean, I think the next movie maybe. And did he survive the, the snap of the fingers? Who knows? How many people we ha- we don't know have disappeared? Hopefully, the next movie uh, brings him back in for some closure but then so then after that we have captain marvel where nick fury signals her that place in the 90s with clark greg phil colson post-credit scene nick fury and maria hill both disappear so i wonder how many people tries to say motherfucker yeah he goes mother and i wonder how many people didn't under pages didn't understand the post-credit scene i love that it's a pager from the 90s i walked out of the theater (laughs) yesterday and they go the one guy goes Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait till Wonder Woman's in the next Avengers. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's uh, funny. Uh, 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 uh. No, nah, I'm not going to correct you. I'll uh, let you think they, Wonder Woman's oh, in the next one. Oh, because it kind of had a, a W thing on it? I don't, I, think, I don't know. I think yeah. he just saw the star. with right. the, He thought oh, it was, it was like red, white, and blue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is, I mean, a lot of people could be Googling a shit. Gold, a gold, it's, Wonder Woman's gold, blue, and red, and that. Right. Passable. So in that movie, this is where Nick Fury finally discovers superheroes. Captain Marvel being the first one. She's half Kree. There is a Skrull Kree war. Uh, what's his name is playing Marvel, Jude Law. And uh, will that tie? So there's a lot that they can tie into the fourth movie. There better be a good fucking reason that Nick Fury decides now to wait to call. Where, Captain yeah, Marvel. I hope we find out in this movie why. Wouldn't you have called her yes. in the first Avengers? Well, they weren't planning on making a Captain Marvel movie in the first Avengers. I know, I know. Uh, Convenient, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but I like how they kind of retrofitted this in now that they're actually making they this movie. They have to have a good reason uh, for this. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> you would never even mention it. It just doesn't make sense. Well, my yeah, be a really my one thought reason. was, you know, uh, she's the last resort call. Like, so she has to come but down. How does and Nick find... Fury at that point think? Like, he's just driving. I know. And he's like, why is this? Why is he's that, like, at this that point the last up. resort? Right. Yeah. How does he know what yeah. the fuck? I mean, they were they they mentioned they noticed these things over Wakanda, but then look when motherfuckers start disintegrating in front of your eyes. Uh, you, you it's probably a bad sign. <laughs> <laughs> you probably want to hit that yeah. red fucking panic button. Uh, how does he know she didn't disintegrate? Well, I don't, well, she's probably not on the planet, but he doesn't well, know. Half but, he of the doesn't universe. Know, but he doesn't know that either. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this, this is what I would do. This, if I was the writers of this, is that uh, Nick Fury met, meets uh, Captain Marvel, and well, for some, after she saves the world, she goes off into space, 
and they have no idea how to contact her. Right. And that that thing is just it it sends a signal. He doesn't know if it's gonna get it get anywhere. He he doesn't know how to get her back. Doesn't they, they tried, but she they've called her and she's never answered. So maybe oh, he's pressed that before, you think? Maybe wherever she is, everybody's dying, and she's like, Oh, I better go and check this out. And will one of them you know? be a scroll in, in Avengers four? Based on what we find out in Captain uh, Marvel. Scroll. Uh, that's another that's a, that's another plot that I don't think they can they should do go into right now. No, they should leave it self-contained. So they've been yeah. dropping a couple of names of what they're looking at in phase four, and it's things like the Eternals, uh Moon Knight, Adam Warlock, possibly Nova. That's the other thing. We saw all of uh, Kandar. Was it Kandar? Xandar. Xandar completely destroyed off screen. Yeah, it wasn't done yet. Well, that's you know messed why? up. Maybe we'll go back and see what happens. Because no one, no one cares. About no one cares about Xandar. You don't need to explain that. Like, grabbing six stones, you don't need to explain All every them, time right. how he gets yes. a fucking stone. Yeah. So do you think Adam Warlock's going to come into play in the next movie? Because they did that tease in, in Guardians. Guardians 2? Possibly. Possibly. Well, if you read what James Gunn said, he's yeah. saving Adam Warlock for Guardians 3. Uh, but who knows? Also, I had no idea Red, Red Skull would be in this movie. Right, they did that, was, a really that good is job an amazing that. reveal. They've also been talking about a Black Widow solo movie that may be a prequel uh, and may feature Bucky in it or something. So I don't think these this Fox any of these Fox well, characters, we're not going to see this for a Marvel long has already time. said they're not doing um, Comic-Con this year. That was they, the other big thing, yes. They're skipping Hall H. Oh, shit. They don't want to release... They don't want to release anything until Avengers 4 comes out, which is smart. This is very smart. So this is like, we're going to have to wait a year for our Marvel announcements of what's next. It's amazing. They want this to breathe. They want this all to be about these two movies and the end of this kind of 22 movie story arc to have a heart close. And this is great. So Marvel skipping Hall Ace this year is, is nuts. It is nuts. Maybe Warner Brothers. So steps in and, and brings something. But here's my other question. Do you think fucking the Warner Brothers in DC are just shitting in their pants over there? They're like, why why are we even bothering to try to make superhero movies? Uh, we may should just fucking stop or Warner give it a who? few years. D, D who? Like, yeah, what are exactly. we talking about? <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't imagine what's going through their heads. They're just like, holy shit, fuck me in the ass. We, <laughs> what are we doing? I mean, uh, it's one of those things where you can't, they, they, they needed. They should have followed the Marvel formula. They just, just should have individual them. character movies. Yes, this movie only works like if you take away all these of individual character movies, and this is the movie that comes out. Yeah, this movie's not that great. Right. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, it's literally banking on the fact that you've seen the eighteen movies prior. Yeah. And I mean, that's, why, that's yeah. why I disagreed with you, Imran. You're like, you could bring a new fan in here. I don't think you can. I mean, I think the ten years, the awareness in the ten years, to an extent, you would get some of it, but no, you you wouldn't nearly get as much enjoyment. But they've given audiences ten years to get on board and to get track that, with that's them. The, that's the thing they yeah. ba- they're banking on ten yeah. years of of knowledge of you loving these characters. And it's I never thought we would see a movie like this, like at this scale, with, to where you need to know all the shit going in. I'm just amazed they pull it off. There's so much more we can talk about. I'm sure in the following weeks, we'll be discussing this thing. Ad well, one nauseam. more thing. One more thing. Let's wrap we, up. We, final we thoughts. Did the, we did the, um, now that we've seen the film. Yeah. What movies do you think a fan should watch prior to watching this? Oh shit. So you need to watch fucking Captain America, Captain America, the first Avenger now. Yeah. <laughs> you got to watch black Panther. You got to watch Dr. Strange. I think. Uh, you gotta watch Guardians you almost have to watch Thor the Dark World you gotta watch Civil War you gotta watch Thor the Dark World yeah because the fucking ether the red is in there oh fuck 
You got to watch See, Civil that's what War. I'm saying about yes. this movie. You have to watch all of these. Uh, what else? That's you a good question. You have to at least watch half of the movies yeah. that yeah. they put out. Yeah. That's a good question. At least Civil six. War. You got to watch uh, Ragnarok. You got to watch Ragnarok. Yeah. That, yeah, because that, that ties in a Leads lot. It's, right into the it's, movie. Right. It starts right at the end of fucking Ragnarok. So unbelievable, unbelievable shared universe that just continues to demolish it's, it's, everything. It's quite a, it's quite an accomplishment. Quite an accomplishment, man. They did not disappoint. Comes down to it, they did not disappoint. All right, let's rank this bitch and give it a score. Wh- however you want to do thoughts. it. Final thoughts. And final thoughts. And I got one piece of email from uh, Wes Cranford from Australia. All right, so Imran, you you're gonna obviously uh, look. Give let the me high just score, start so. and get it out of the way right now. My, I may it may change after I think about the other MCU movies, and when we eventually rank all these movies, it may change. Right now, I can't help but give this like a fucking nine, maybe even nine and a half. And it's like Good for you. it's it's definitely top five, may even be number one or two, but it's easily top five Marvel MCU movies for me right oh, now. Easily top, yes. Five. But that's how I feel right now after watching the movie twice yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony? Me? Okay. Uh I don't have it in my top five. I, I don't know I if I'd have it in my oh, I don't know if I'd have it in my top ten. To what the fuck? Somebody touch my spaghetti. I don't know. I don't I don't really have to think about it. I to, to me the movie it's just it's not good if you don't bank on the fact that you love these characters. But overall, um, the fact, like I said, that it's an accomplishment and that it's so enjoyable, the little character moments and the fact that you're seeing all this come together, I would go like a seven out of 10. Right. I think without seeing, without me loving the previous MCU films, I would drop this all the way down to like a four. Damn. Whoa. Dude, a four is like, this is not the clusterfuck a four would be. This movie could easily have been a clusterfuck mess. Wow, that's, Anthony. That's exactly why I'm saying but it's, it's a seven. But it's not. Okay. But when you I like when, this. when you analyze like going back when you look at what the plot really is, it's chasing things that don't fucking matter and can't be explained. Like what characters get arcs other than Thanos? And even that was weak at best. Yeah. So I mean, mm. it, when you look at it critically like that, yeah. it's really not. It's just an okay. It's just I okay think film. that you, you you have to judge it on. Uh, but that's not how you can judge it. Overall. Yeah, you have to judge it on it on the fact of the accomplishment of the yeah. spectacle and the and yep. all. Uh, so you're kind of like, on one hand, you want to criticize it like a real movie, like you should, but then you have to take all this other stuff into account. So it's weird. There's yeah, there's so many, there's so many. You can't. This movie doesn't exist in a vacuum. You have to you have to factor in the context of when it's come out. It is kind of hard to judge it uh, like that out of. So it's vacuum. not in your top ten, and you're giving it like a seven. Something I would say it might be in my top ten, but I'd have to really think about. It. Definitely not my top five. Rugs, okay. lean in and give me your rank. Well, it's I, I I find that Anthony pretty much rated it the same way I would. It's I, I'd probably it would probably edge into the top ten for me. I'd probably be somewhere in the top ten because. Just the, uh, the the theatrics of it and how great the lines are and how all that stuff. I don't know how long it's going to play. It's going to be fresh in my mind. Usually the thing that keeps me to a movie is the action yeah. and uh, just like the drama of the story. And so this had enough of it. I might want to see a lot of scenes again. We'll see. I think that they, the problem with me with this movie is it's it. Basically, you have to look at it as the accomplishment of what I just said before, of like mm-hmm. putting all this together, making this gigantic piece with all of these uh, pieces kind of trying to fit into this puzzle. And uh, they successfully did that, and they left you in this 
crazy cliffhanger that makes you want to see more of what, what happens. It's manipulative. Um, so it's great in that way. But as a film, does it have flaws? Yes, it does. It, does it stick the landing perfectly? Does it like, like Anthony said, does it like uh, nail it? I think it, there are some weak parts to it. So I'm going to say what Anthony said. I'm going to agree with him for the first time, I think, ever in history. In, say, seven. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Seven All from right. rugs. Look, I mean, I, I might be inclined to give it a 7.5, but, like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll stay conservative. Maybe I'll, I'll say 7.5. I liked it a little bit better than Anthony. Your criticisms are, are valid. I, I get it. I get it. But I can't, like... The, the it's sh- just so cool of a movie yes, to watch. The yes. sheer enjoyment I had from this, the fact that it was not a clusterfuck, like negates all. I don't care. It's about magic stones. I love the fucking magic stones. I get what they do. I even love that moment where Thanos ribboned up uh, Mantis and cubed up Drax. That was disturbing <laughs> and trippy as fuck. Yeah, but then right it's just out of the comic. undone. And then it's undone. Because he like, left, but it was right out of the comic books. He's just fucking with yeah. them. He's just I, fucking yeah. with them. Let me, let me a lot of this. people I'm, thought they were dead at that moment. Let me just say this. I'm. Just because I gave it... First off, seven is still not a bad score. No. <laughs> Second, I am more likely to defend this film than I am to be like, oh, no, you, you're wrong. This movie yeah. sucks. Yeah, like, yeah, it's not a... You can't really shit yeah, on it. Yeah, like, like, I'm, I'm more likely... I like, if someone's super enthusiastic about this film, I'm like, yeah, you should love it. Like, I, I love it too. I'm pumped. Yeah, yeah me that, too. That. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not... But I'm not... Like, if you, if you, like, hate on this film, I will probably, like be more likely to be like, no, you sh- this, this is why it's good. If you're a DC asshole that's hating <laughs> on this film just to hate on it, then you're a douchebag. Right. But like, I don't, I don't have a hate for this movie at all. I feel like that there's just some things that just bug me when I see writing that's done to kind of service a plot that make that defies logic. Then I have to point it out. That's just what I do. You know, I just point yeah. out like obvious flaws and plots or, or even agreeing with, James Cameron when he's saying in an art now he's been he's had a whole long diatribe about these movies and they just took like one little thing that he said right that people are going to get sick of people because of their their you know going adult males with no families I'm like that's not what he's saying that he's talking about science in movies and how like there's no there we're losing a basis of science at all in these things and we're just kind of going along and like at some point, you're going to be like, "What are you even watching?" Just like, is there anything to be but, learned but from that, this? But or the reason why the rules? I, I I I can let that pass is because of comic books, man. You the, it's science and magic and 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 the unbelievable, and that's why you love the genre and the characters and why they can do what they do. Don't worry, James Cameron. We will go watch Avatar two, three, four, Maybe five, six, won't. seven. Like no one, really, no one's really looking for Avatar. I think he's afraid that by the time the fucking movie comes out, everyone's going to be so sick of this shit that they, they, it's not going to do nothing. I actually spring it. Speaking of Avatar, there's one theory on the net or somewhere I heard on a might have been a podcast where that is the reason why they killed Gamora is because she's going to be she tied is up in that, isn't in she? Avatar for the oh, next like five snap. to ten years. Oh, shit. I forgot she was in that movie. Yep. Yeah. So that, that so, might be, that's the only way that I'm like, oh, maybe they did kill death. Gamora. She's done. Pre-snap. You saw her body. You clearly saw her body. It's just one thing when an old guy says something, yeah. all the young dudes on Twitter think that they know shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and when you're a fucking old guy that made like this pretty is much James all Cameron, the, all of yes, the fucking yes. yeah, all of the fucking touchstones of of sci-fi, intelligent sci-fi. You, you and you are you with him? We like, dude, we wouldn't on. have the MCU if it wasn't for him no. doing Terminator and everything he's dick. done. Suck a dick, dude. On Twitter. <laughs> so one he kind thing, of does that thing. point. Yeah, I have one more thing too. Two. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so many things because there's movie. so much to talk about yeah. but this 
it's my optimism about this film that makes me like it yeah. even more. Like, yeah. I'm still optimistic about this. Yeah. Like, I don't want you to get the wrong idea, even though I don't have it. In, like, the Marvel's made better films. I'm not down on this film. Yeah, I, I I'm probably going to see it a third time in the theater. It's good. It's yeah. good. I I've I really I really was enjoying everything in front of me. It just yeah. when I step back and I mm. think about it critically, I'm just like, there's things there that you need to point out. You know, the tricky thing Marvel has to do is each movie has to top the last fucking movie. He's coming movie. to the dark side, Imran. Each movie has to <laughs> be the best movie. He was like you. He was pumped about everything. Now he's coming to over to the rug boy oh, side. Boy. I, just, I just can't shake the feeling when I, like, I didn't walk out of this the same way like I walked out of Black Panther. I was like, fuck yeah. But this that isn't really that... tackled things. Yeah. Where this one, I mean, and this is, but then I look at it through the lens of that's, this isn't trying to be no, Black Panther. This is a, this is, yeah. no, it's not. Yeah. But, but that it's still doesn't make whole... It's got a whole host of other problems that to, to deal with in Black Panther. Right. So, but it, it, that still doesn't make it, in my opinion, a better film. Like it doesn't. Black Panther's a better film because it's smaller. Yeah. True. And this isn't like a fuck yeah ending either. Like it's meant to oh, be. Oh, the, the ending! I was all. I was like, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. You you have to end it yes, this way. And they did. The, they, yeah. the, the heroes have to lose for once. You have to end it conveniently so all the original Avengers They're are still untouched. Alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that too. So. Yeah, so like those things you point out, you know, you point those things. So out. here's uh, speaking of which, here's who's still alive: uh, Tony Stark, Steve Rogers, Nebula, Thor, Rocket, Black Widow, uh, Rhodey, uh, Bruce Banner, Okoye, and Mbaku. That's all. I have to, I have to say, that's uh, all that's left. I audibly gasped when Tony got stabbed by Thanos. I know. I thought, he was, I thought he was done too. I was like, oh fuck, they're doing it now. <laughs> And they did because he's like he's and he's it's it's the queuing it up too. He's like you've earned my respect, Stark. And I, I love that line you. where he's like, "I hope they remember you after your knowledge gone. is holy knowledge shit." Is, knowledge isn't the only thing, yes, you, or uh, I'm the only person that we or what he's saying. We like something like we both have knowledge. Knowledge yeah. is the only curse, the same curse we both have, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like you know me, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, that was weird. I like that he, I like that he gives Stark dap. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, I know. He's like, Ed Stark. He's like, oh, you know me. I was like, that's weird. He knows him. <laughs> I mean, you gotta say Brolin killed it. Brolin did he kill did. it, he and did. I hope he gets some kind of recognition for this role. I don't know he how won't. you parse it. They won't because it's a fucking comic book, fucking superhero movie. So well, cool. That the the, the mocap is still. Yeah. It's not a one to one. No, mm. it, it's still an animator. Yeah, there's a using bunch the of cues people. off yes. of Josh Brolin's face to do that. Bunch it's of still people. an animator doing something. Well, I could see why Brolin said he enjoyed playing Thanos over oh, yeah, Cable, way, even without seeing huge... Deadpool. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. There's way more depth than I think yes, Cable has. Yes. So questionable people, again, who we don't know if they disappeared or not, are obviously Hawkeye, uh, Ant-Man, the Wasp, Hank Pym. Uh, and yeah, we don't know if they're, they could be gone. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. what, and also, what do we think Shuri... Pepper Potts and Wong made it. I think if they don't show them, it disappearing, doesn't matter. Yeah. And it don't it's, think it matters because everyone doesn't matter just because the whole movie's going to be the reverse. It does got to reverse. They're everything. not really. They're not really going to. Pepper Potts is not going to be central to. Maybe Wong will be important. I love where he's like, Wong, you're invited to my wedding. <laughs> After he saves him. Well, here's one question. <laughs> I don't think they will, but yeah. if they do the time thing, and everyone ends up okay. That's that's the only way that this is disappointing, right? It's like people have to still die. Yeah. In your guys' opinion, mm. you mean the people post snap people? Maybe not all of them come back. No, if they undo it, they undo everybody. I'm saying I like if they undo it to the point where everything's like that. That'd be the only big failure. So if they undo it to the point where all the characters that died, including before snap, 
live and everyone lives oh, happily everyone? ever after. No, yeah. no, 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 no. They somewhat people still got to die, right? They have to kill. They, this is all set up to bring those post snap deaths back and kill the OGs. At, you know, yeah. after have the, having them kill survive, some of the OGs. kill some, some of the OGs. OGs. Yeah, I think what's going to happen is they're going to bring everybody back, but then. Uh, once the Infinity Gauntlet is destroyed, then there'll be a couple of deaths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that because I can I can already see the haters on the internet being like they're just going to use the Time Stone and bring everyone back. Yeah. No one's actually dead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they 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 did a good job of kind of flipping it around, and I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to give you a, something unexpected in the next one. The one thing that did kind of bother me, and that well, I'll read. I'll get to the the email after this. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Are you doing it? Are you doing an accent or not? Uh, not it's, anymore. Sometimes it's there though, and sometimes it's not. She's just completely ditched. Like the what? Accent. Just why? Don't why even do it? Just why did you even do it in the first place? I just don't even know why she's Scarlet Witch. It's not. She, she's Scarlet Witch in name only. It's a like, different. It's a way different character. Yeah. Um. And uh, I was like, well, I thought I you did had enjoy an her in Vision though. Yeah. No, that's. I great, don't even know what her powers do. She's she magic. Moves things, it's and magic. Then she's the most powerful one in the world. I don't. This know. is red magic. I did I like their 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 romance and their I did relationship. Enjoy their romance. Was really and then, dude, Thanos just scooping the fucking thing out of his forehead was uh, very jar. I was like, "Holy fuck!" He just scooped it out of his head, and then he goes white and gray. I kind of liked how all the color went away because, like, I think that's his costume in West Coast Avengers. Vision yeah, had like a white a costume. Throwback to that. Okay, I got one email from our buddy Wes Cranford from uh, down under Australia. He says, "Drunk thoughts from Wes." Okay, I've heard your thoughts on Infinity War, so I'm going to wade in. This movie was great. They made a two-part movie, but it stands on its own. A beginning, middle, and an ending. Wow. And with a cliffhanger. Thanos was brilliant. A villain with heart. Did you notice they changed his skin color from red to blue? Now this movie really has family. It's all about connections. Tony not able to call Steve. Thanos killing his daughter. Gamora not being able to sacrifice her sister. Wonderful emotion throughout. Rockboy, I did not notice bad CGI, as I trust your input and will look again, but you are incorrect about Strange giving up Stone. Remember, he saw the winning future, so he made an intelligent choice, not an emotional one. He stated he would sacrifice any of them for the Time Stone, so he, if he gives it up for Stark, whom he doesn't like, it's for a reason. If, I said that. Yeah, so, yeah. Anthony, I know you like this film, but I think your expectations did you in. <laughs> Nothing and no one ever meets our expectations. Best to let them go. I try to approach everything from the eyes of a child. Like it. <laughs> like Imran. You can learn oh God. you can learn from him. Imran, we are on the same page. How cool was that first scene where they set the tone and Hulk got his ass kicked? Now he won't come back, which makes it interesting because like Superman, he is too powerful and that's boring. They Wrong. They killed Loki. No, love that villain. So much more to discuss. First time ever. I want to be on the show to talk about a movie with you three. Be interesting to see how they bring it all back and tweak the MCU. You have to admit it did not play out like we thought, huh? Wish I could meet up with the nation over drinks and talk shit. Well, that's my ridiculously long email. Love you guys. Peace, Wes. Thanks for writing in, Wes. From I know the there's other been a lot of, of uh, talk on the nation, talking to our nation on Facebook yeah. about like when to start talking about yeah, stuff. Yeah, what, what do you want to do? Originally, I was like, let's wait till next Monday, but. Yeah. I think after release we release this episode, it's fine to talk about stuff. Or I'll throw up like a spoiler thread specific for spoilers. Yeah, but even if, you cl- even if you you're gonna glance see it. at a spoiler yeah, thread, you're going to see it. But that's, it's a, yes, it's a close So group. I would say if you haven't, if, if you're on the nation and you're listening to this episode, 
and you don't want to be spoiled, don't look at the nation <laughs> until after you see it after this I weekend. I agree. Once this show is out, like that's Once it, it's the done. show is Once out, I feel fucking, like it's fair game yeah. because people can bring up stuff that we talked about on yeah. the show. Yeah. If you listen to it, that means you saw well, it. Obviously. Right? So, yeah. Just be but respectful. If you haven't seen it, and I'm, I'm sorry. Just don't avoid the nation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you may want to not go to the group until you've seen the movie. Uh, we can't. I, I was originally on the one on the same page with someone where they were like, not till next Monday. But no, I was like, wait, that's too far. I was going to just give it a weekend. And I was like, yeah, the, it's I, I'm fucking not open you, game weekend. now. You know? weekend, after the weekend, you should be able to talk about hey, it. Hey, look, if you don't get, look, go watch the movie. You don't want to get spoiled? Go fucking see it right now. Oh, well, if you listen to this, you already saw it. So why am I telling you? That's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, okay, gang, we're gonna wrap but it up. It wasn't my expectations. No, so yes, yes, yeah. I don't think my expectations clouded my judgment. Yeah, I don't think my expectations ever cloud my judgment. It's just, is the movie, is there problems with the movie that are glaring that stick out enough for you to notice them? If you want to sit there and not acknowledge them, yeah. then that's your decision. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, look, I all your criticisms are completely valid because I can see all those, but right now for me, I can forgive all of that because. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like when you start Fucking dating love. a chick. Yes, yes. And then, I'm in the, we are in the then, early you stages. You notice something weird yeah, about her, yeah. but you just, you know, she's just got a good personality, so you go along. Mm, she it. has an extra toe. Oh, I never yeah. noticed that. I don't know how I feel about that. We've been dating for a while now. It's my, it's, yeah. I'll say it's my enthusiasm for these films that's covering up a lot of the, the things I didn't like for Look, me. Look, for me, too. when it, I, they delivered what they needed to deliver for me. I would agree. Wholeheartedly, without fucking it up, without making it a clusterfuck, so. Could have been it's an accomplishment, yeah, yeah. man. It's an amazing accomplishment. This is something that's never been done in cinema. And holy shit, Kevin Feige, all you guys, everybody. Yeah, I've, I've asked props. this question, but I still can't think no, of a film that's been, ever been done like this. There is not another movie like this. I don't right. think so. It's definitely a landmark film yeah. in, in, in what they tried to do. I just hope this isn't like the peak of Marvel. Like, will they be able to keep this consistent quality? And how did they make it bigger? How do they top this movie in the next phase, in the next do, five, ten years? Do you think it years? might be confusing for the casual fan? Because this movie has all been about all the marketing for this movie has all been about how this is the end. This is it. This mm-hmm. is the one. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to release a trailer in like three or four months for the next Avengers. I, film. Look, I'll tell you in my 7:30 like, do, showing. Do, does the does the well run dry when you cry wolf that much? It, it it may it may turn off some people because at my 7:30 showing there were people that were gasping in the post snap deaths like they were just bu- they were buying it you know and the, us the nerds like us we you take it with we, a grain of salt we know, we know coming, what's going on one but there oh, was yeah, fucking people kid, who like, were crying shudder yes people were like no like they were gasping when these people started dissipating. And so I think it's a success. The movie makes him like do that. Wanted to leave immediately yeah. after the movie was like over. everyone. Like it was like you were mourning when the when the credits rolled. Like everyone was quiet. But you you can only cheat death so many times yes. before the casual yes. fan is like, yes. okay, yes, death doesn't yeah, mean anything. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like the stakes really that high when you know that you could just throw us an infinity gauntlet on and right. set everything back. But I back. still felt the stakes were really high in this movie. Like you felt the stakes. I felt it too. Yeah, I felt. Yeah. I'm just saying. When does it? When does it not start? I'll to tell you good? when the stakes were really, really high. When there's no one left to challenge Thanos yeah. anymore, yeah. but there still is people alive. Yeah. So Half of you them. know that. Yeah, and there's and then you got the MacGuffin at the end where you got some new hero that you've never seen before that has probably unmatched power. Who is the most powerful being in the universe in in the Marvel universe? She's right. the only one that's going to be able to take him down. So we'll see what happens. Rugs, where can the listener find you and tell you? whether they agreed or disagreed with you about your thoughts. No one's going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) 
You can find me on Twitter at really rug boy. Come by, say hello, tell me that I I'm, don't know shit in like James Cameron. <laughs> uh, check the show notes for everything we talk about, listener, and tell a friend. Spread the geekery. We would appreciate. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the nerd. We'll check you next time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pumped. Yeah, me too.